might as well is an audio gallery that showcases the rejection of the binary frailties of good and evil in favor of truth told via comically allegorical jeremiads. In other words, Hasehamaumo. about what's going to happen with Joe Rogan, the podcaster I told you about before on the uh, listening service Spotify. Well, of course, the N-word had come out uh, recently as the new form of attack. It's all about trying to go after him because he questions the COVID narrative. He's a comedian, remember? He's not running for office. And if he is the counter-narrative, then there's plenty of opportunities to take him on in the so-called mainstream media. But CNN, which of course is making a goose of itself by the day, doing its best to try to distract from its own horrific problems right now, well, tries to set itself up as the arbiter of truth, and it's not even funny. I want to show all kinds of opinions. Which sounds great, but not all opinions are created equal. And then you have talk show stars like Joe Rogan who just wing it who make it up as they go along. And because figures like Rogan are trusted by people that don't trust Real Newsroom, we have a tension, a problem that's much bigger than Spotify, much bigger than any single platform, Kate. But that's what is the heart of this. Yeah, listen to us, because we're the establishment. Well, the comedian Russell Brand, who also likes to push against the establishment, and he's a lefty, well, he said this about CNN. I care about the way that information is conveyed to us and whether or not that means there's an agenda at play. For example, I don't think Joe Rogan does have an agenda at play. I don't think Joe Rogan stops that podcast, which takes bloody hours, and goes, right, what's next? (laughs) These people do, though. I think what's at the heart of this is you're jealous of Joe Rogan. Now, the role of the comedian is to take the proverbial out of the people in power. It's also okay to freely speak against the narratives, the idea that we are CNN, you must trust us, you must believe, up their own backside. Welcome to Might As Well. Bitch, buckle up. This is not NPR. So without further ado, the great Maui Ma. Adidas has dropped him. West Ham has fined him. I mean, bruv, what the fuck did Kurt Zuma do? <laughs> so, so what? He kicked the cat. whoop the fucking do bruv. Kurt Zuma did nothing wrong. That fucking cat deserved it. Okay, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Evidently, that fucking cat did something to Kurt Zuma. Bruv, hey, Kurt Zuma did nothing wrong. Cut the fucking shenanigans, Adidas. Cut it out. Legit, bruv, it's all shenanigans. 
Shenanigans, I tell you. Cut the shit. Okay, bruv? And fam, yo, hey, it's a well-known fact. Okay? Everybody knows this. Everybody. Bruv, hey, if you are white, ask your black friends. Okay? Ask your black friends about this. Bruv, it's a well-known fact that black people don't fuck with cats. Dear lawyer. Dear lawyer. Right? These are all fucking facts. Black people don't fuck with cats, especially black people from Africa. Okay? And listen, bruv, I get it. I get it. Kurt Zuma grew up in France, so technically he's French. Right? However, he's African. Okay? I'm pretty sure that his parents, right? His parents are from Africa. This fucking guy, look at him. He's an anchor baby. Look at him. Kurt Zuma is an anchor baby. He speaks French because he's an anchor. <laughs> right? He's, he, he's an anchor. These are all fucking facts. Africans don't fuck with cats. Everybody knows this, bruv. Hey, I'm recording this shit in South Africa. Johannesburg. Right? The Joe Hazardous. Fam, everybody around me is confused. Everybody, fam. Yo, my granddad called me over the weekend. My fucking granddad hit me up. And he was like, hey, yo, Maui, what's going on between Adidas and Kurt Zuma? And I was like, bruh, they've dropped him because, because he kicked the pussy. Right? I was like, granddad, Adidas has dropped Kurt Zuma because he kicked the kitty. Right? And my granddad was like, yo, uh, makes sense. Right? And I was like, what do you mean? He was like, oh, Maui, don't get me wrong. I mean, it makes sense that Kurt Zuma kicked the cat. However, it doesn't make sense why Adidas dropped him. Right? Black people don't fuck with cats. And I was like, granddad, listen, you are preaching to the fucking choir. Okay? My granddad was like, hey, it makes sense that a black man would fucking brutalize. <laughs> right? That a black man would fucking smash a cat. It makes all the fucking sense in the world. Black people don't fuck with cats. Fact. Dear lawyer. Right? Niggas, niggas be using cats to fucking, to fucking bewitch other niggas. Right? Motherfuckers use cats to practice witchcraft. These are all fucking facts. Now, bruv, do I believe in all of that fucking mumbo jumbo? No. No. Right? I'm a modern day black guy. I don't believe in all this shit. However, my people, my people, my people... Don't fuck with cats. Bruv, do you know how many cats my family has fucking... Yo, listen. Do you know how many cats my family has chokeslammed over the years? Bruv, yo, dude, I've lost count. I've lost count, bruv. I've seen my mom chase a cat around the yard. Evidently, somebody sent a cat, right, to bewitch Mama Mao. And, bruv, my mother kicked the shit out of that cat. 
These are all fucking facts, bruv. I've seen my grandmom grab a cat, smack a cat, kick a cat, and then dispose of the cat. Now, bruv, was the cat dead or alive? Hey, no comment. <laughs> okay? Hey, was the cat dead or alive when my grandmother disposed of it? Hey, I can't confirm that. Okay, Peter? I cannot Confirm that. All I know is my people don't fuck with cats. Okay, bruv? So it makes sense. It makes sense that Kurt Zuma kicked the shit out of that cat, bruv. It makes perfect sense. I get it. Right? I understand where he's coming from. Okay, bruv? He's fucking... Hey, his hatred for cats is highly relatable. I relate to his hate for cats. Now, bruv, do I hate cats? No. I don't hate cats, nor do I fuck with cats. However, I understand where Kurt Zoma is coming from because I'm from a family of cat haters. Bruv, my family hates cats with a passion. Okay? Okay, bruv? Hey, they are fucking passionate about their hate for cats. I'm from a family that loves hating cats. Bruv, yo, nigga, my family, my family is made up of nothing but cat killers. Okay, bruv? I've seen many family members of mine murk cats without even thinking twice. These are all fucking facts! Because cats, hey, in Africa, cats are used to bewitch people. These are all fucking facts. Okay? So my people are scared of cats. My people don't fuck with cats. We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. West Ham defender Kurt Zuma has apologised after a video emerged of him punching and kicking his pet cat. Police are not investigating, but West Ham and the RSPCA have condemned Zuma, who insists it was an isolated incident. The footage is thought to have been filmed by Zuma's brother, who posted it on social media on Sunday. He's seen dropping his cat before kicking it across the floor, throwing a pair of shoes towards it and slapping the animal out of a child's hands. Zuma said, I want to apologise for my actions. There are no excuses for my behaviour, which I sincerely regret. I also want to say how deeply sorry I am to anyone who was upset by the video. I would like to assure everyone that our two cats are perfectly fine and healthy. They are loved and cherished by our entire family. And this behaviour was an isolated incident that will not happen again. West Ham have suggested that there may be some action taken against Zuma. In a statement, they said West Ham United unreservedly condemns the actions of our player Kurt Zuma in the video that has been circulated. We have spoken to Kurt and will be dealing with the matter internally, but we would like to make it clear 
that we in no way condone cruelty towards animals. The Royal Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals said this is a very upsetting video. It's never acceptable to kick, hit or slap an animal for punishment or otherwise. We are grateful to people who report suspected animal suffering to us and we would like to reassure people we will always look into it and if necessary investigate any complaints made to us about animal welfare. We now return to your regular programming. If you are a cat lover, like Mark Marin, listen, I'm sorry. Okay? Hey, listen, I am sorry, but my people don't fuck with cats. And fam, I know. I know what the kids are saying on the internet, right? I've watched the fucking Netflix documentary. I get it. Don't fuck with cats. Love them. Take care of them. Cats are precious. Right? Cats are cute. Maui, take care of cats. Don't fuck with them. Bruv, listen. Listen. My people don't fuck with cats. However, they love fucking with cats. You feel me, bruv? Hey, they don't fuck with cats, but they fuck with cats all the fucking time. Right? They smack them around. They kick them around. Bruv, hey, it's a thing in Africa. Niggas don't fuck with cats. Legit. They don't fuck with cats over here, bruv. These are all fucking facts. So, hey, Kurt Zuma, I get it. I fucking get it, bruv. Kurt Zuma did nothing wrong. Okay, bruv? He did nothing wrong. Oh, oh, the internet is pissed off, Maui. Niggas on the internet are pissed off. Don't fuck with cats. Nigga, listen. My people are not on the internet. Okay? Bruv, hey, listen. Easily, right? 80% of my family is offline. <laughs> easily. Right? My people are offline. My people live their lives unplugged. <laughs> my people, my people are not on Twitter. My people are not on Snapchat. My people don't use matter services. No! No. Right? My niggas, my niggas are savage. Okay, bruv? My niggas be out here chilling, boozing it up, eating my guinea for cultural purposes. Armpits smelling like shit. Why? Because acha. Right? Armpits smelling like doo-doo. Why? Because Acha. Armpits smelling like a fucking sewer. Why? Because Acha. What should it be a harsher punishment for Zima for what he did? What do you think? I've got a question for you. You go for it. So, do you think what he's done is worse than racism? I mean, I, totally different. They're two different things, isn't it? I, I'm, 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 not I'm not condoling a thing that he's done. Sure. I don't agree what he's done at all. Sure. But, there's people that's convicted, been caught for racism, and has played football afterwards. They haven't, they got punished, they got eight, eight game punishment or stuff like that. But, people are now calling for people to be sacked from to lose their livelihood. I've just got to ask this question to everyone out there, is, is what he's done worse than what the people have done that are convicted for racism? 
strong words from Michel Antonio yeah, there that he's just spoken to Sky News. And uh, yeah, it's uh, really interesting to hear from what he has to say. Of course, there's going to be plenty more reaction to this story. But Michel Antonio making a really strong argument there on Sky News in the last few moments. My niggas are out here eating bunny chows all day, every day. My niggas are out here eating fat cakes all day, every day. And bruv, their kids be 10 months old, sipping on monster energy drink. Their kids be 10 months old, sipping on Red Bull, bruv. Welcome to the metaverse. My niggas don't fuck with cats. Okay, bruv, so I understand where Kurt Zuma is coming from. He did nothing wrong! Okay, bruv? He did nothing wrong. That boy is African. He owes his being to the hills and valleys of this fucking continent. Okay, bruv, listen, listen, listen. We are proud of what Kurt Zuma did. Legit, bruv, hey, we Africans are proud of what Kurt Zuma did. Because, bruv, look at, hey, look at that fucking cat. <laughs> okay, look at that fucking cat. Bruv, that cat is the devil. Look at that cat. That cat is evil. It deserved it. Right? That cat deserved everything that Kurt Zuma did to it. I'm just saying. Just saying. I'm just saying I'm African. Right? I'm African. My fucking POV on this Kurt Zuma situation <laughs> is different, right? I'm not white. Okay, bruv, I'm a black man, fam. Hey, if I see, hey, listen, if I see a cat, right, in my yard, listen, <sighs> that cat is a goner. Okay, bruv? Hey, if I see a cat in my yard, number one, of course, right, I'm gonna freak out. Right? Obviously. Obviously. I'm gonna fucking freak out. I'd be like, whoa! 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 And then after that, after that, I'ma grab a hammer. Okay, bro? <laughs> okay, bruv? Hey, I'm gonna freak out! My initial reaction will be, whoa! 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 And then, and then, I'ma I'm a, I'm a kill the cat. Okay? And then, and then, I'm gonna bury the fucking cat in a shallow grave for cultural purposes. Listen, hey, dear Peter, if I bump into a fucking cat, if I bump into something feline in my yard, listen, it's a goner. I live in Africa. This is not India. We don't have cats just roaming around. Right? We don't have cats just fucking marauding around. No. No, sorry. Right? We don't have feline marauders in Africa. No, sorry. Well, we do. However, however, they are in captivity. Right? Especially in South Africa. If you are a big cat, listen, you are in captivity. Right? You are a fucking prisoner of the state dish. What? Dish. <laughs> right? It is what it is.
we are out here moving like Joe Exotic. And of course, obviously, obviously, free my dog. Free Joe Exotic. And while you add it, free text on. God damn it. Bruv, yo, how goddamnable is life right now? Life, yo, life is highly goddamnable. God damn it. Right? Life is highly goddamnable. So, bruv, keep your fucking head on a swivel. Right? That cat, listen, that cat deserved it. Okay? That cat deserved that fucking beating. There's what it is. I'm sorry, Peter. I'm African. I'm a savage. There's what it is. I'm a... Hey, I'm a fucking savage. And while we're here, while we're here, Carol Baskins had to go. Yo, she's still alive. <laughs> right? She's still alive. But let's keep it a buck between me and you. Right? Between you and I, Carol Baskins had to go, right? She still has to go, and evidently, she ain't going anywhere, right? <laughs> she ain't going anywhere, however, I understand where Joe Exotic was coming from, right? Joe Exotic is a fucking lunatic, right? He came from a place of lunacy, but then again, Carol Baskins is equally as 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 crazy as Joe Exotic. Right? She's equally as loony as Joe Exotic. However, Joe Exotic has personality. Right? Joe Exotic keeps the fucking hey, hey, he keeps the world spinning. He's a lunatic! Joe Exotic is a lunatic with personality, right? Like my dog Vladimir Putin. <laughs> he met up with Emmanuel Macron last week, and they talked about war. They talked about diffusing the situation between Russia and Ukraine, and of course, obviously, the United States of America, right? Emmanuel Macron basically took one for the team. The team being, of course, NATO, right? And I saw my dog, well, is he really my dog, right? My sworn enemy! I saw my sworn enemy, Olaf Scholz, in America last week, right? He flew from Germany to the United States of America to go meet up with, uh, with you know, the ghost of Joe Biden, right? He went, hey, he went to America to go hook up with, with the corpse of Joe Biden to talk about the situation in Eastern Europe. Bruv, hey, niggas are losing their fucking minds all over CNN, all over fucking CBS, all over MSNBC and NBC. Bruv, niggas are basically, are basically calling for war, right? These fucking left-wingers, 
basically, basically, right, calling for war. They want this fucking war to pop off. The Jebrov, listen to their language. These motherfuckers want World War Three to pop the fuck off. Bruv, hey, hey, lunatics, keep, keep the world exciting. Lunatics are the reason why the world goes round and round, round and round, round and round. The Jebrov, the world needs lunatics. Like Joe Exotic, the world needs lunatics, right? Like politicians. These are all fucking facts. The world needs lunatics. Like these fucking left-wing motherfuckers and right-wing motherfuckers, right? Who be out there wildin' on TV. Who be out there wildin' on CNN. Wildin' on Fox. We live in a crazy fucking time. Right? We live in a crazy fucking time. Bruv, these fucking geopolitical conflagrations offend by news outlets like CNN, the New York Times, and MSNBC. These are all fucking facts. These marauders want war. Я хочу еще раз все-таки подчеркнуть это. Я говорил, но мне очень бы хотелось, чтобы вы меня услышали все-таки в конце концов. И донесли это до своих читателей, зрителей и пользователей в интернете. Но вы понимаете или нет, что если Украина будет в НАТО и военным путем будет возвращать себе Крым, европейские страны автоматически будут втянуты в военный конфликт с Россией. Конечно, значит, потенциал объединенной организации НАТО и России неспоставим. Мы понимаем, но мы также и понимаем, что Россия одна из ведущих ядерных держав, а по некоторым компонентам по современности даже многих обережает. Победителей не будет. И вы окажетесь втянутыми в этот конфликт помимо своей воли. Вы даже не успеете глазом моргнуть, когда будете исполнять пункт 5 Римского договора. Господин президент, конечно, не хочет этого развития. И я не хочу. И я не хочу. Поэтому, поэтому здесь и находится и, и мучает меня уже 6 часов подряд. These fucking savages want war. These vultures want war. Listen to the language they use when talking about this situation in Eastern Europe. They want war. Listen to them. Listen to those minute details. Right? Listen to the fucking double entendres. Listen to the fucking allegories they use. They want war. Listen to them carefully. Listen to those fine details. Bruv, be pedantic about it. Don't play yourself. These conceited motherfuckers want war. Because war equates to ka-ching, right? Because war means dollars. War means money. Because, bruv, hey, hey, that's all they talk about. Okay, bruv? Fam, hey, if World War Three was to happen, do you understand how much money CNN would make? Like, yo, hey, if World War III was to happen, do you understand how much money the New York Times will make? <laughs> it's crazy! It's fucking crazy! Okay? 
They want World War Three to happen. Legit. Hence they are fucking goading Russia into war. These are all fucking facts. It's happening in real time. Alright, listen to how they speak. Listen to what these fucking lunatics are actually saying. Right? We live in a crazy fucking world. Fam, ever since Donald Trump got out of office, CNN's numbers have been have been diving. Right? CNN's numbers have been fucking dipping. They've been dropping on a daily. Right? So, bruv, CNN needs a new enemy. And by the way, I think they've already found a new enemy. And that enemy is, of course, obviously, Joe Rogan. Right? Joe Rogan has replaced Donald Trump. He's the new boogeyman to the left. Joe Rogan is the new Donald Trump in the eyes of CNN, in the eyes of Don Lemon, darling. Ha! Gay! Relax, okay? Just because I use that drop doesn't mean that I don't fuck with black people. Take it easy, right? As a matter of fact, we love and support the gay community over here at the Might As Well Audio Experience. Thank you. I gotta say it. I gotta say it these days. I gotta let it be known. Because you motherfuckers are crazy. You motherfuckers are always searching for something to be outraged about. Right? Right? You niggas are out there attacking Joe Rogan. Oh, Maui. He said the N-word a bunch of times. Now, bruv, don't get me wrong. Should white people say the N-word? No. Right? And Joe Rogan knows better. However... However, the way that you niggas are attacking this man, right, shows how you really feel about his success, right? You niggas, you niggas are jealous of Joe Rogan. Listen, hey, hey, is it fucked up that Joe Rogan used to say the N-word? Yeah, it's fucked up, right? No white person should ever say the N-word, however... Right, two things can be true. Right? Is Joe Rogan saying the N-word great? No, it's not. However, you niggas are jealous. Right? Right? Using the N-word as a white person? Wrong. Never say nigga if you white. However, right? However, you niggas are jealous of Joe Rogan's success. Hence, you motherfuckers are attacking this guy all day, every day. Right? You niggas are jealous. I get it. And hey, hey, Trevor Noah. Hey, bruv. Trevor. Ha, man. Trevor. Yeah? Go ahead now. Bruh, Trevor Noah. I mean, I mean, you know, it's getting weird a little bit. Trevor Noah is out here attacking Joe Rogan every week at this rate. Right? Like, Trevor Noah attacks Joe Rogan weekly at this rate. Am I wrong? And listen, I fucks with Trevor Noah. Right? He's South African. He's representing Salute. However, however, he's coming off a bit, you know, 
A bit. You know, I, but hey, listen. Hey, a bit offish. <laughs> yeah, bro. Hey, Trevor, Trevor, please blink twice if you are being used by the liberal media, right, to attack Joe Rogan. Please, hey, blink twice, right? It's as if, it's as if somebody is using Trevor Noah to attack Joe Rogan. Like, it's very, listen, it's all weird, right? It's all fucking weird because... You know, the Daily Show is on Comedy Central, and Comedy Central is owned by Viacom. Viacom is owned by CBS. I mean, it's weird. That's all I'm saying. Right? CBS Viacom owns Comedy Central, and the Daily Show with Trevor Noah is on Comedy Central. I mean, it's weird. That's all I'm saying. Right? Because every single week, when, when Joe Rogan is trending all over the place, hey, guess what? Trevor Noah is going to say something, uh, something off about him. Right? Trevor Noah is going to come out attacking Joe Rogan. And listen, bruv, listen, I do not support Joe Rogan's use of the word nigger. Okay? Right? I'm not, hey, listen, I'm not defending a white man. No. Right? Maui Mao ain't no coon. Don't get me wrong. It's fucked up that Joe Rogan used to use the N-word. However, you niggas are jealous of Joe Rogan's success. Two things can be true. Right? I mean, bruv, yo, yo, you motherfuckers got this man just apologizing every week at this rate. Joe Rogan is legit apologizing every single week at this rate. It's crazy. You know, the nigger thing. Yeah, saying the word nigger. Uh, you've already said nigger. He is just like nigger. Saying nigger. She's calling you a nigger. It's like this boy that he's a nigger and starts calling them niggers. Word nigger. There should be a word like nigger, especially the word nigger. That's our nigger. About niggers. He says nigger. Guy, a nigger. And then our niggers start saying nigger. About to use the word nigger. Out the word nigger. See nigger. Or nigger. Say nigger and he couldn't say nigger. And most nigger. He takes us there. We get out and we're giggling. Ooh, we're going to see Planet of the Apes. We walk into Planet of the Apes. <laughs> we walked into Africa, dude. We, we, we walked in the door and there was no white people. I'm making this video to talk about the most regretful and shameful thing that I've ever had to talk about publicly. There's a video that's out that's a compilation of me saying the N-word, and it looks fucking horrible, even to me. And there's another clip that I have to address. I was telling a story in the podcast about how me and my friend Tommy and his girlfriend, we got really high, we were in Philadelphia, and we didn't know where we were going, we just got dropped off by a cab, and we got dropped off in this all-black neighborhood. And I was trying to make the story entertaining. And I said, we got out and it was like we were in Africa. It's like we were in Planet of the Apes. And I was just trying to be entertaining. I certainly wasn't trying to be racist. And I certainly would never want to offend someone for entertainment with something as stupid as racism. It makes me sick watching that video.
podcast host Joe Rogan is apologizing for newly resurfaced clips of him using the N-word. We are not showing those offensive clips, which have been compiled from past podcast episodes of the Joe Rogan experience. But here's his Instagram take on what he said. Hello, friends. Um, I'm making this video to talk about the most regretful and shameful thing that I've ever had to talk about publicly. There's a video that's out that's a compilation of me saying the N-word. Now, I know that to most people, there's no context where a white person is ever allowed to say that word, never mind publicly on a podcast. And I agree with that now. I haven't said it in years. For a long time, when I would bring that word up, like if it would come up in conversation and stay, instead of saying the N word, I would just say the word. I thought as long as it was in context, people would understand what I was doing. So in the video compilation that we're talking about here, Rogan is seen using the N-word more than 20 times. On Instagram, Rogan said that the clips were taken out of context and that he wanted to have a frank discussion about the use of the N-word and who can say it. He denies being a racist. Spotify, the platform where Rogan has that popular podcast, has not commented, but on Friday it pulled at least 70 past episodes of the show from its platform. Rogan is already embroiled in a podcast controversy over information he's shared regarding COVID. It's insane. It's getting silly, bruv. Fam, at this rate, Joe Rogan experiences a teachable moment every three days. It's silly. Bruv, every three days, Joe Rogan trends on Twitter for some dumb shit. Now, bruv, don't get me wrong, right? This nigga moment is different. This teachable nigga moment is a different situation. However, outside of this nigga moment, Joe Rogan usually trends for some dumb shit. This fucking guy usually gets attacked because a group of people are insecure about his success. Right? Like, bruv, Joe Rogan legit trends every single week because... Because motherfuckers hate the fact that Joe Rogan is more successful than them. Like, it, it's, it's fucking sad. But it's the fucking truth. Right? These niggas hate the fact that Joe Rogan gets 11 million listeners per episode. And bruv, hey, I'm pretty sure that the numbers have gone up. Right? The numbers are up. Let's keep it a buck. The numbers are way, 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 way up. Because, bruv, yo, let's keep it a buck. All eyes are on Joe Rogan now. Right? Right? He's the left's enemy right now. They have replaced Donald Trump with Joe Rogan. And these are all fucking facts. Right? Every week, this fucking guy did. <laughs> bruv. Every three days, Joe Rogan has to hit his fucking camera app, right? And then flip the fucking cameras around, right? Right, from landscape to portrait. And then he has to switch over to the video section, right? And then press record. And then talking to the fucking camera, talking about a teachable moment. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for what I did 20 years ago. It's, it's a teachable moment. I'm sorry for what I said last week on the podcast. It's, it's a teachable moment. I'm sorry. Right? 
It's fucking crazy, bruv. And then The Rock pulls up. Oh, oh, I, I used to support Joe Rogan. And and now that uh, I heard the fucking nigga compilation, I'm, I'm torn. Right? I'm torn. I, uh, I thought he was my friend, but now I, I, I don't know. I'm, I mean, he, he used to say nigga. I mean, hey, Joe Rogan is from Boston. Okay, Joe Rogan is a white man from Boston, Massachusetts, right? New England. That's where Joe Rogan is from. Okay, bruv? And fam, if you know anything about Boston, right? <laughs> hey, hey, he's from Boston, dude. Okay? White people in Boston are racist. These are all fucking facts. I don't know what to... Hey, listen. I don't know what to tell you. But, bruv, I'm going to tell you facts. Niggas in Boston are racist. Die, say. Okay? Live with it and love it. You feel me, bruv? I am not defending Joe Rogan's use of the word nigger. I repeat, I am not defending Joe Rogan's use of the word nigger. All I'm saying is, you niggas are jealous of Joe Rogan. Right? Yeah, yeah. He fucked up. Joe Rogan fucked up. Joe Rogan gave you niggas ammo. However, you niggas, you niggas are jealous. You niggas, you niggas are fucking jealous. And uh, Dana, I, I had a question for you around uh, Joe Rogan. There's been a lot of controversy uh, with him. Uh First off, let me take this one. Hold up. I'm black. I can take this one. Look. Okay. Uh, what, what were no, no. There's a, there's a lot of cunts in this game. There's a lot of snakes in this game. I've been in this fight game since 2008. And Joe Rogan is one of the nicest, coolest, humble motherfuckers I've had the pleasure of working with. Understand that. And you know, it's just, fuck the noise, man. You know what they're trying to do. You can't control the man, and he's got the biggest platform in the world right now. So that's my nigga, Joe Rogan. Fuck the noise. Uh, going off that, going off that, what words of advice would you give to Joe Rogan to shut out all the noise around him? Do what I said, fuck the noise. Just keep doing you, Joe. Have some mushrooms. Keep doing you. Thank you. It's getting silly out here, bruv. Legit. I mean, bruv, two weeks back, right, when Neil Young was attacking Joe Rogan, The Rock pulled up, right, out here fucking expressing his love for Joe Rogan. Ah, Joe Rogan is a good friend of mine. I support Joe Rogan. Fight the good fight, brother. Right? Silly. Right? Joe Rogan got support from everybody, including The Rock. The Rock was like, hey, I support your teachable moment. Fast forward two weeks later, Joe Rogan is ensnared in a nigger moment. Right? In a teachable nigger moment. And now The Rock is using that moment, that teachable moment, as a teachable moment for himself. Right? 
He's like, oh shit, I supported you two weeks back. Little did I know that you used to say nigga back in the days. And now uh, I'm going to have to use your teachable moments as a teachable moment to self. <laughs> right? Listen, it's getting crazy, dude. It's getting fucking crazy. The Rock is like, yo, I used to support Joe Rogan, but now I can't. Right? Now that I heard the fucking compilation, I cannot stand by Joe Rogan's side. He said the N-word. I'm out. Right? He said that shit 15 years ago. He's a different person today. However, I'm out. He was black. Well, isn't that weird? Yeah, it's this, really the, the weird. Black thing is so strange. Yeah. African, for they're not wearing any clothes all day. Yeah, yeah. That's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm Italian. Based. You know, black is weird. And mostly. he was brown. Isn't that weird? Yeah, it's this, really the, the, weird. Uh, you yeah. know. Mm -hmm. Based on. Bruv, Brian Redband Joe Rogan is different from Tim Dillon Joe Rogan. Okay? That, that fucking. Hey. That fucking Brian Redband Joe Rogan was a wild boy. <laughs> he was a wild fucking boy. That that Joey Coco Diaz Joe Rogan is a wild boy. He's different from Shane Gillis Joe Rogan. He's different from Andrew Schultz Joe Rogan. Just saying. Okay? These are all fucking facts. Oh yeah, it's a teachable moment. I mean, I... I fucked up, I, you know, it's a teachable moment, right? I called black people apes, so, you know, I'm sorry, it's a, it's a teachable moment. You know, we pulled up to this fucking, you know, all black nightclub or some shit, and I was like, oh my God, Planet of the Apes, it's, it's a teachable moment. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's crazy, dude. We live... In a crazy fucking time, dude. Buckle the fuck up. Okay? Buckle the fuck up. Fam, I say all of that to say this. I stand with Kurt Zuma. <laughs> Bro, yo, Kurt Zuma is a wild fucking boy. Right? Yo, dude, they got this nigga apologizing, bruv. Yo, I'm deeply sorry. I'm deeply sorry to to football fans all around the world. I'm I'm sorry to my family. I'm sorry to to West Ham, right? And I'm sorry to animal lovers all over the world. I'm sorry, right? It's a fucking teachable moment. Legit. They got this man going. I'm sorry for kicking the cat. It's a teachable moment. Fuck. <laughs> right? I'm sorry for varum clapping the pussy. Hey, I thought these bitches loved it. I was wrong. Okay? I was wrong for smacking that cat for the bitches. I'm sorry. Okay? And I'll use this moment as a teachable moment. Okay? I'll use this teachable moment to reflect on my real nigga ways. These are all fucking facts. I'm a real nigga. I'm still a G. I gotta smack a cat. But it's a teachable moment. It's a teachable moment. Listen. I found out that my cat was being used as a witchcraft apparatus. 
right? This is, of course, a teachable moment for my feline friend and I, right? We will do better in the future. I'm a black man after all, right? I'm a black man with a cat. What the fuck am I doing with a cat, right? I'm black. My mother taught me well. I should know better. I should do better, right? Every black person knows that cats are one of the primary tools of the witchcraft trade. This moment has taught me a lot about myself. Okay, bruv, I'm not that person anymore. I know, I know. I kicked the cat 48 hours ago, but technically that's in the past. I'm a new man now. I love cats now. I guess. Right? Mama said don't fuck with cats. I mean, to be fair, to be fair, I have a cat from hell. Right? But you know what, bruv? This is a teachable moment. I'm gonna learn. I'm gonna learn, bruv. Fam, I bought this fucking cat for 50p from a homeless guy at a Nando's parking lot. That was stupid. I'm sorry. It's a teachable moment. Pointers in the paddock in my piece. I'm pushing peace. Cop new hammers for my piece. We don't want no peace. Got a spot of cross spot. Jeff for peace. Drop the data, now we plotting. Excited peace. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Adidas. I'm sorry, West Ham. I'm sorry, Chelsea Football Club, for bringing shame to your name. I'm sorry. But this fucking cat swallowed my Champions League medal. I had to fucking kick it out of the fucking cat. I had to do it. I'm a champion. God damn it. I'm sorry. Fucking sorry, man. Fuck. Right? I'm sorry. It's a teachable moment for everyone involved. I've learned that. I've learned that. I'm surrounded by snitches. I'm surrounded by snitches. And bruv, yo, the motherfuckers gonna get stitches. Why the fuck? Yo, why the fuck are these niggas recording me? Right? I'm out here fucking vandalizing this cat. And these motherfuckers got their phones out. Documenting the whole thing. I'm surrounded by snitches. It's a teachable moment. It's a teachable fucking moment. These bitch ass niggas leaked that fucking video to the media. And now, huh, I'm ensnared in a teachable moment. Right? Right? I'm ensnared in a Peter adjacent scandal. It's a teachable moment. I did not kick the cat. <laughs> hey, I didn't kick the cat. That shit right there, nah. That was a deep fake. That video, nah, it's a deep fake. I'm sorry. It's an NFT. Welcome to the metaverse. I didn't kick no cat. Get the fuck out of here. That's an NFT. You can buy that shit on OpenSea. I'm a Simba. 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 I'm a
I didn't really kick a cat. I mean, come on. The fuck I look like? Right? I didn't really kick a cat. No, my nigga Beeple created that shit. It's an NFT. It's a deep fake. You know what, bruv? Don't blame me. Blame the deep state. Someone is out to get me. Okay, bruv? I don't feel safe. Someone is trying to murk me. Don't believe the media. It's all MK Ultra. May this be a teachable moment to you and yours. Don't believe everything you see nor hear. You know what? Fuck the cat. <laughs> hey, fuck the cat. Сегодня, в последний день уходящего века, я ухожу в отставку. Свобода слова, свобода совести, свобода средств массовой информации, права собственности. Эти основополагающие элементы цивилизованного общества будут надежно защищены государством. С Новым Годом вас! С Новым Веком! US troops arrived in Poland and Russia flexed its most sophisticated missile systems around the Gulf of Finland. The leaders of France and Russia sought to settle their differences over the gravest threat to European security in decades. Socially distanced, geopolitically poles apart. There are some areas of convergence between Russia and France. You yourself have started talks with NATO and America. And in the next few weeks, we'll be able to have concrete discussions to build on these discussions for peace and security. 
The French president came to the Kremlin after consultations with allies and left without the historic solution that he was after. If each NATO member state has its own role to play in what they hope is a complementary and united response to possible Kremlin aggression, then it's fair to say that France sits on the softer end of that spectrum. Emmanuel Macron has tried really since the start of his presidency to court Russia, and so far it hasn't paid off. In Washington, Germany's new Chancellor Olaf Scholz paid his first visit to the White House, a warmer affair than the scene in Moscow, and a chance for the US president to dispel any concerns over German resolve. Germany and the United States are close friends and reliable partners, and we can count on one another. There is no issue of global importance where Germany and the United States are not working together, strength to strength. As its military gets ready for huge joint drills in Belarus, within striking distance of the Ukrainian capital, Russia still insists that this isn't about war or Ukraine. Speaking to Sky News, the Prime Minister of Lithuania said it was about far more. I think that uh, it's better be ready than sorry. There is a very significant change in uh, official uh, approach how uh, Kremlin sees the world and um, we would we can call this uh, an attempt to recreate something like Soviet Union 2.0 and so the Ukrainians ready themselves as the diplomacy continues and the search for historic solutions which Macron hoped he'd get still some way off So you want to take over for Letterman. You want to host Late Show on CBS. Yeah, that's... Well, here's the thing with that champ. That's short for champion. If you want to be a talk show host, it's better if you're funny. Now, there have been some guys who are not funny. Tom Snyder, David Suskind, Ted Koppel, but funny's better. Now, have you ever had any experience with being funny? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a comedian. You're a comedian. Well, I've known you for a week and you haven't made me laugh once. I had no idea you were a comedian. I thought you were a newsman. No, I'm not a newsman. I'm a, I'm a comedian. Jesus. Well, all right, let's see it. See what? See the funny. Make me laugh. Go. Go? Go. Funny. Three, two, one. I'm go. I'm not that kind of funny. What kind of funny? The kind where you just say go and I'm funny. All right. I think you better leave my office. Jack, Mr. Dahl, I, I look, there's different kinds of funny, right? There's different kinds of performers. I'm not that kind of performer. Let me tell you what kind of what you are. You're whatever you have to be to make people laugh. Anytime, anywhere, anyone. You turn it on on a dime. You get that belly moving, son, or you're out. Now tell the truth. You're just scared, like a rookie. You're like some kid at a talent show with a number pinned to your shirt. You got nothing or you would have shown me now. So get out. 
Thank you. Have a nice day. Fine. Lick, I, I can't, I can't, I can't give up on this. I don't, uh... This is either a, a, a door or a wall for me, and I, it's either the beginning or the end. I, I don't... I Please. Okay, then. Let's see the funny. Three, two, one, go. Funny. This is it, bud. You want me to start at one and go up? One, two, three, funny. Okay. Last chance, and then we're really done. Done and done. Let's go, kid. You want the big gig? Let's see it. Make me laugh at the count of three. One. Two. Okay. You know what? I'd like to take this moment to apologize. Okay? I'm sorry. I'm sorry for saying fuck the cat. There you go. Right? That's what you motherfuckers want. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for saying fuck the cat. That fucking animal is defenseless. That animal is trying to live. That animal is trying to chill. Right? That animal doesn't deserve to get treated in the manner that Kurt Zuma treated it. Okay, bruv? I'm sorry. I love animals. Right? I'm a dog person. Right? I don't fuck with cats. I don't fuck with cats. But I love cats. I tolerate cats. Do I fuck with them hot body? No. Would I ever have a fucking cat for a pet? Fuck no. But I bangs with cats. Right? I'm a complex guy. I'm complicated. Legit bruv. I'm a fucking paradox. It is what it is. My shape up better, my car fast, my trip better, my clothes fit better, my hoes better, my tattoos better, I'm stronger than you, my bitch thicker than yours, my guns bigger than yours, nigga, my guns bigger than yours, I talk better than you, I hustle better, I can get a dollar quicker than you, I talk better, I walk better, my shoes fit me better, I get paid more than you. With me, bruv, what you hear is what you get, because you niggas are never gonna see me. Obviously, obviously, right? What you hear is what you get. You motherfuckers are never gonna see Maui Mao. Dish, what a dish. These are all fucking facts, bruv. I'm a complex figure. Look at me, bruv. My fucking mind is a labyrinth. Right? My mind is a fucking labyrinth. I'm a paradox. I'm complicated. I'm a fucking, hey, I'm a Rubik's Cube of a man. <laughs> right? Bruv, I love cats. But not really. Right? I'm an animal person, but do I tolerate all animals? No. And also, I eat animals. Bruv, look at me. I am not Hindu. Right? I don't worship the cow. No. I fucking saute the cow. I'm here. I'm fu- Hey, I'm fucking here now. I don't- Hey, nigga. I don't worship the fucking cow. No, 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 I slaughter the cow. Bruv, for my queen, I killed the bull. Facts. I'm here. I'm fucking here. So, bruv, I'd like to take this moment to say I'm sorry to every cat lover out there. I'm sorry for saying fuck the cat. 
Okay? That cat is innocent until proven guilty. Of course. Everything has to be above board. It all has to be beyond reasonable doubt. Bruv, that cat is innocent until proven guilty. Because, bruv, at this very moment, all we have is that one video of Kurt Zuma kicking the cat. Right? That's all we have. All we have is a video of Kurt kicking the cat. But, bruv, what if? What if the cat kicked Kurt first? Bruv, who the fuck am I, Dr. Seuss? I'm out here dropping riddles, rhymes, bruv, who the fuck am I? Huh? Am I Tupac? Writing poems to Jada Pinkett? Bruv, hey, who the fuck am I? It gets, bruv, it gets deep over here at the Might As Well audio experience. It gets deep. Legit, bruv, I'm out here performing snap poetry for free. There's what it is. My name is Maui Mao, and I'm here now. I'm fucking here. And I'm asking all the right questions. What if the cat kicked Kurt first? Because all we have is a video of Kurt kicking the cat. But bruv, why did Kurt kick the cat? Hold up. Hey, all my niggas who be thinking we soft. We don't play. We gon' rock it till the wheels fall off. Hold up. Hey. I have so many fucking questions. It's crazy, bruv. Legit. I want to know why Kurt Zuma kicked the cat. Okay? There must be a reason. I don't want to jump to conclusions. I'd like for him to explain why he kicked the cat. Legit, bruv. I don't want to jump to conclusions. I see you niggas out there. You know? Jumping to conclusions. Huh? You motherfuckers are jumping to conclusions. You niggas are hell-bent on canceling a black man. I see you motherfuckers. You niggas want to take away Kurt Zuma's livelihood for kicking a cat. You niggas want to punish this man for life for kicking a fucking cat. Now listen, bruv, I respect life, okay? Cats are living beings, right? They are fucking sentient. You feel me, bruv? I get it! I fucking get it! I get the outrage. That fucking cat is defenseless. I get it. However, however, you niggas are weird. You motherfuckers are moving funny style. There's a deeper, darker criminal link. You niggas want to cancel a black soccer player. Right? Over the fact that he kicked a fucking cat. You're a fool if you think man's pretending I've been round there with my bad boyfriend them. I showed none that my shank ain't bending, so it's a shame that his teeth ain't in them. How many times have I been outside and I left a man's t-shirt drenched and still got Putin's pending? Leave all your bridges trending. What'd you know about phone line beating coming like everybody wanna get high today? There was no gas on that bando stove, so we put that grub in the microwave. Give me your drop on the pagans, them and I swear I'll get round there right away. Give me your drop on the pagans, them and I swear I get round there right away. Tell me something. How many referees, coaches, fans, etc. have you motherfuckers cancelled for spewing racist epithets? I'd like to know. <laughs> you niggas.
niggas want to cancel Kurt Zuma for kicking a fucking cat. Right? How many motherfuckers have y'all canceled for being racist? How many? How many soccer players, right? White soccer players have you motherfuckers canceled for spewing racist epithets? I'll wait. Right? Bruv, just a few months ago, Cavani was ensnared in some racist drama. Right? He was ensnared in a racist farrago. I'd like to know, did you motherfuckers cancel him? Yes or nah? Bitch-ass white boy. Oh, okay. Cavani still plays for Manchester United. He's not cancelled. Right? Fam, fam. Antoine Griezmann pulled up to a party in blackface. <laughs> Did you motherfuckers cancel Antoine Griezmann? Yes or no? You motherfuckers, you niggas are so hell-bent, Right? On cancelling this black man for kicking a cat. But none of you motherfuckers had that energy for players like Luis Suarez, Cavani, and Griezmann. Right? And many others, by the way. Many others. So, bruv. So, bruv. I want to know, like, why do y'all hate... Black people so much. I just want to know. I want every white person in this room who would be happy to be treated as this society in general treats our citizens, our black citizens. If you, as a white person, would be happy to receive the same treatment that our black citizens do in this society, please stand. You didn't understand the directions. If you white folks want to be treated the way blacks are in this society, stand. Nobody's standing here. That says very plainly that you know what's happening. You know you don't want it for you. I want to know why you're so willing to accept it or to allow it to happen for others. Why do y'all hate us so much? Why? You niggas are legit trying to get a black man out of the Premier League. But nobody wants to talk about racism, right? Nobody. <laughs> nobody. Nobody wants to talk about racism. Everybody's like, hey, Maui, you can't compare racism with animal cruelty. Yes, I can. Because, bruv, if you haven't noticed, we are all animals. <laughs> right? Look around you. We are all animals. Okay, bruv? So cut the shit. Cut the shit. Why do y'all hate black people so much? Right? We hate cats. Right? Black people hate cats. However, we have a reason why we hate cats. Niggas use cats to bewitch other niggas. Abracadabra! We have a legit reason why we hate cats. Now, bruv, please, please, tell me why. Why do y'all hate black people so much? What's the reason behind your hatred? 
for my skin, for my beautiful melanin. Hmm? What the fuck did black people ever do to y'all? Because you niggas are taking everything away from Kurt Zuma. Why? Right? Why? He had a lapse of judgment. That's it. He made a mistake. That's it. He kicked the cat. Right? But this fucking guy has been unproblematic for years. Right? He just kicked the cat. He didn't call Jewish people the K-word. No. He didn't call a white person a cracker. No. Even though Jewish people are also white. These are all fucking facts. Right? So, bruv, why do y'all hate black people so much? Because y'all are taking everything away. Everything away from Kurt Zuma. Right? And evidently it's because he's a black man. Evidently. It's because Kurt Zuma is a black man. Cavani called his teammate a nigger, right? He called him a nigger, but he's still playing, right? He still has all of his fucking sponsorships, right? But because Kurt Zoma kicked the fucking cat, the fucking RSPCA pulls up with a bunch of fucking cops to come get the cats. We live in a crazy fucking time! Hey yo, hey yo, RSPCA. How about give my dog, Kurt Zuma, some RESPECT? How about that? Respect my dog. He gave those fucking cats a home. You know what, bruv? You know what? Fuck the cats. Okay? Fuck the cats! Fuck them! Legit! Fuck the cats! You know what, bruv? Good riddance. Okay? The fucking RSPCA took away Kurt Zuma's cats. Good fucking riddance. They took away the cats. Right? Thank God. Thank God they took away the fucking cats. Bruv, I was starting to fear for Kurt's life. Legit. Those fucking cats were trying to kill this fucking guy. Mudimu Opalabaloi. These are all fucking facts. Legit, they took away the cats. Thank God. God. Fuck the cats. Okay, bruv? May this be a teachable moment. Fuck the cats. All fucking facts. Bruv, Kurt Zuma's cats have been taken away by the RSPCA after a disturbing video emerged of him hitting, dropping, and kicking his pet across his kitchen floor last week Monday. Fuck the cats. Okay? Oh, the video was disturbing, Maui. No, it's not. Okay, bruv? This fucking Kurt Zuma video is not disturbing. Bruv, do you want to know which video is disturbing? Fam, I watched a video... Of some girl practicing witchcraft in some lady's yard. Okay? 
This bitch, yo, this bitch was out there praying in this lady's yard. She was out there trying to summon the turf spirit of Harry Potter at midnight. And she got caught on camera. Bruv, you know what? Let's keep it a buck. Africa. What the fuck are we doing? Huh? I mean, fam, this witchcraft shit. I mean, what the fuck are we doing? Bruv, bruv. Hey, the act of bewitching somebody is silly. Okay? <laughs> okay? Let's just keep it a fucking buck. The act of bewitching somebody is fucking silly. What the fuck are you niggas doing? Your life is nothing. You serve zero purpose. You should kill yourself now and give somebody else a piece of that oxygen and, and ozone layer that's covered up so that we can breathe inside this blue trap bubble. Because what are you here for? To worship me? Kill yourself. I mean that with 100%, with 1,000%. Shit is getting out of pocket. That's all I'm saying. Okay? You niggas look stupid. You feel me, bruv? You motherfuckers look dumb. Niggas be out there practicing witchcraft in people's yards. I, I mean, come on, bruv. <laughs> I mean, come on. What the fuck are you niggas doing? You niggas want to get rich? Huh? You niggas want money? Because, yo, that's all you motherfuckers bewitch others for. You niggas practice witchcraft because you want to get rich. It's all for money. It's all for the fucking money. Right? Fam, how about become a YouTuber? How about that? Right? Fam, this fucking lady looks dumb. Praying in some lady's yard. I mean, fam, how about, how about pop your pussy on OnlyFans? Do better. Okay? Become a fucking prostitute. Sell your body. Right? Sell your body. You are a fucking woman. You feel me, bruv? You always have something. That people want. How about. How about. Split. That pussy open. And sell it. How about that. Huh. Niggas be out there practicing witchcraft. It's getting silly. It's getting fucking silly. Stop it. Okay. Stop it. I'm so fucking stressed out. From running my pet. Lizard's Instagram account, I'm about to have a nervous breakdown. I told my therapist, she said, we'll take a break from your pet Lizard's Instagram account. I said, I can't. It's my sole source of income. I have to post a fucking photo of the lizard every day. Every fucking day, four or five reels with the lizard, playing with him, whipping his arms around in the air, throwing him around in my little one... Little tiny apartment smells like lizard piss. Oh man, the the drugs I have to inject in that lizard just to wake it up, just to get it, just to get it moving for the day. I pumped all my money into this fucking lizard. My fans will comment stuff about how the work I'm doing is important, bringing the lizard, bringing the attention of the lizard community, or bringing the lizards, um, bringing the lizard to attention, lizard issues to the forefront. Piece of shit fucking lizard. I hate that fucking lizard. Niggas be out here getting snakes and shit. Right? I mean, bruv, what the fuck are you niggas doing? Huh? Bruv, niggas 
are getting snakes in South Africa because allegedly these snakes can make them wealthy. <laughs> niggas, niggas are getting rats from Sangomas. Yeah, they are getting rats because allegedly, allegedly, these fucking rats can steal money for them. And these rats can make them wealthy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's what niggas believe in South Africa. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. It's getting silly. Right? It's getting silly. It's getting out of hand. It's getting wacky. Right? Bruv, traditional healers don't heal anymore. These are all fucking facts. These niggas are out here practicing voodoo. Yeah, it's, got, it's getting weird. That's all I'm saying. Right? Albino kids be out here disappearing because niggas believe that if you scoop up an albino child, you are gonna get all the fucking good luck in the world. Bruh, hey, stop it. What the fuck are you niggas doing? And bruv, oh my God. Oh my fucking God. Everybody is on a journey in South Africa. Right? Everybody is on a journey to become a Sangoma. A traditional healer in South Africa. Celebrities. Be out here talking about their fucking callings. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it's getting silly. It's getting silly. We got radio DJs. Right? Out here claiming to be gifted. Welcome to the metaverse. Okay, bruv? It's get it's getting dumb. Dumb, are you dumb? Stupid or dumb? Huh? Yeah. I love our cultures. I love our traditions. However, it's getting silly. Okay? All of you niggas are now on a journey to become Sangomas. All of you motherfuckers. All of y'all are gifted now. All of y'all. Right? We got fucking radio DJs, actors, actresses. I, I mean, dude, soccer players. It's silly. Everybody is gifted, apparently, allegedly, in South Africa. Everybody is a Sangoma in South Africa. Everybody can communicate with ancestors in South Africa. It's getting silly. Okay? It's getting silly, bruv. When niggas get weird dreams in South Africa, right, they automatically think, hey, the ancestors are telling me something. Right? How about, how about, just chalk it up to, hey, you watched a fucking scary movie, right, and you are now getting weird dreams. How about that? How about, the, just chalk it up to that. Instead of saying, oh, yeah, the fucking ancestors are trying to tell me something. I'm gifted. I'm a messenger. No, you are not. Okay? You are just a girl. You are just a guy. You are just a DJ. How about spin the fucking decks? It's getting silly. You feel me? Oh, oh, this Kurt Zuma video is disturbing. Nigga, yo, I'm watching people bewitch other people. <laughs> okay? Okay, bruv? I'm watching, hey, videos of niggas walking around with snakes in their bags, right? 
walking around with snakes in their bags and stacks of gua, stacks of money, right? Niggas are walking around with just bags full of money, right? And of course, bags full of snakes, right? And they'll be out here claiming that they got all this money because they got the snakes. So, bruv, if you want the money, you first gotta get the snake. And of course, you gotta feed the snake. Right? And allegedly, niggas, niggas feed their family members to the snakes. Welcome to the metaverse, Mr. Mark Zuckerberg, sir. Right? Oh, this Kazuma video is disturbing, Maui. It's disturbing. The fuck? You niggas are silly. Bruv, where it is, Kurt Zuma could face up to four years in prison in France for kicking his cat. I mean, bruv, I mean, come on. You know, hey, Emmanuel Macron, I mean, I mean, hey, how about, how about, you know, just fucking, just, just cut the shit. What are you waiting for? Do it! Just do it! Yes, you can! Just do it! According to Article 1136 of the French Penal Code, a French citizen can be prosecuted for criminal acts carried out abroad. Bruv, hey, how about this fucking guy just kicked a cat? Okay? I don't agree with it. Right? I don't, I don't agree with the act. But fam, he just kicked a cat. Okay? You niggas are overreacting, overcorrecting. I mean, bruv, take it easy. He fucked up. The cats are still alive. And the cat that he fucking brutalized is still alive. Right? Relax. He just kicked a cat. Okay? Okay? Hey, Adidas. Adidas. You motherfucking pervs. Hey, how about give back this man his fucking deal? Okay? How about deal him up? How about that? That is why I encourage men uh, to suck those titties. And I encourage uh, uh, women... <laughs> Yes. Is it embarrassing? You don't suck a titty. Why do you suck? You've got to suck something. <laughs> Why do you suck? You niggas are posting boobies now? Huh? Hey, hey Adidas, what happened to the fucking Yeezys? Huh? What happened? What happened to those images of Messi chilling with his seven ballon doors. What happened to that? You niggas are posting boobies now. You niggas, you niggas are pervs. You niggas are out here moving like Andrew Cuomo, Adidas. Take it easy. Motherfuckers, yo, Adidas posted 25 boobs on Twitter last week. Right? An image... Containing a fucking, a collage, <laughs> right? right, of 25 boobs, 
Adidas. Adidas. Is this what we doing now? Huh? You niggas are posting collages of boobery on Twitter now? Huh? Hey, Adidas is out here moving like an OnlyFans bitch. I mean, bruv, what are we doing? What are we doing, bruv? They posted that image, right, with the following caption. And I quote, We believe women's breasts in all shapes and sizes deserve support and comfort. <laughs> Which is why our new sports bra range contains 43 styles so everyone can fit the right fit for them. Explore the new Adidas sports bra collection at Adidas who gives a fuck. Com. Bruv, hey, is this what we doing? I, I mean, I mean, dude, well, hey, you motherfuckers are fresh from canceling Kurt Zuma's deal, right? And then a few hours later, you motherfuckers are posting titties? You niggas are posting boobs? I, I mean, bruh. We live in a crazy fucking time. Legit, bruv. We legit live in a wild fucking time. Okay, bruv? I, I mean, hey, hey, I'm lost for words. <laughs> okay? Like, hey, I'm lost for fucking words. Somebody explain to me what the really fuck is going on inside this motherfucking world. Huh? Shit too much for me, man. I can't take it no more. Reality trumps satire. All facts. Bruv, it's crazy how in 2022, reality is now better than satire. Right? In every way possible. Reality is now funnier than satire. Right? It's now more entertaining than satire. Legit! It's just fucking better than satire. In every way measurable. I mean, bruv, this is crazy. Okay? The fact that none of this is fake news. The fact that none of this is satire. The fact that none of this is misinformation. is <laughs> mind-boggling to me, bruv. <laughs> right? Niggas love that word. Right, misinformation. Motherfuckers love that word. Oh, Joe Rogan is spreading COVID misinformation. We gotta stop him, Maui. We have to stop Joe Rogan. He's spreading COVID misinformation. We have to stop him. He's a menace to society. Joe Rogan has to be stopped by any means necessary, Maui. Right? Misinformation, bruv. It's crazy. Right? Fam, the word misinformation is now being used as a weapon by the looters and the dream merchants to shut down people like me. Right? To shut down anybody who dares to tell the truth about how the world works. Right? When motherfuckers, yo, when motherfuckers hear a nigga like me talking, they go, don't listen to him. It's all misinformation. Right? 
They're out there cooking the books, and then they claim that I'm cooking the story about them cooking the books. Dick. You dick. You feel me, bruv? Welcome to the metaverse. Right? It's all misinformation. You feel me? And then poor Joe Rogan has to pull up. And, I'm sorry. It's a teachable moment. Right? It's a teachable moment. I just wanna, I just wanna chill with my friends and talk about the UFC and talk about me hunting elk. You know, I just want to sit here and just and just share share information, true or not. Just want to chill with my friends, right? It's a teachable moment, I'm sorry. Sorry for the misinformation, even though it wasn't misinformation. It was just a guy, right, a curious motherfucker trying to figure out the world. I'm sorry, it's a teachable moment. It's getting silly. You feel me, bruv? It's getting fucking silly, bruv. It's all misinformation. <laughs> right? Right? Real information is now classified as misinformation. Ain't that some shit? You know? I mean, bruv, for one, I thought that the Island Boys were good kids in a mad city. Okay? I legit thought that they were raised in a good home. Right, and they were just steady trying to make it. Bruv, I thought they were surrounded by stand-up dudes. I'm an island boy. I'm just trying to make it. And I'm an island boy. I'ma keep it like an island boy. I'ma keep it like an island boy. I'ma keep it like it's wild one. But you better really keep that gun. I'ma keep it like I'm up in the sun. I've been really at your food gazing. I'm like, boy, what you really saying? I told him I would pull up like a super saiyan. I'm trying to be out the greatest. Hey, look, I'm an island boy with my vest on like a guamamang. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'ma keep it like an island boy. I'ma keep it like you two old guns. You can keep it like you real deal run. You can be like damn most son. They keep playing while clap the buns. I'ma keep it like an island boy. I'ma do it. I'm just island boy. Oh, I'm an island boy trying to make it. I put my vest on, yeah, like a guamamine. I legit thought that the island boys were surrounded by some real G's. I thought that the island boys were surrounded by some real motherfuckers who cared about islands, humanity, and trying to make it, right? But bruv, I was wrong, because the island boys are surrounded by killers. The island boys are surrounded by shooters. Bruv, last week, their home was raided by a SWAT team, right? And a 20-year-old murder suspect was arrested as a result. The Palm Beach County Sheriff's Office confirmed that Andrew James Thomas, too many first names, right? His fucking surname is a first name. I mean, hey, do better, right? The Palm Beach County Sheriff's Office confirmed that Andrew James Thomas was identified in the shooting of 8-year-old Ronzia Atkins three days before. A search warrant was executed at the Coral Springs home, but the social media duo, the Allen Boys, was not implicated in the investigation. The Allen Boys' manager, Dovey Basner, 
told the station that Thomas crashed on their couch two days before the raid and that the island boys had no idea of this fucking shooting. Right? They had no fucking idea that this was going on. I see we posted with pistols and rockets, ain't making deposits, we putting that shit all in the box. Then got a little buzz, now I'm popping, got racks in my pockets, a bitch nigga reached and I'm popping. It's you or it's me, that's the option. You got that little pistol, ain't popped, ain't got you nobody. See, really, you niggas, nobody's got rank in the city. I make me one collar, you body. See, we flashing crashes, a hobby. Been going too fast with this shit, something like Ricky Bobby. I'm strapped like it's part of my body. Stiff at the shoulders, I'm something like Frazier Ali. You fake, yeah, you niggas a copy. I bet if I give her this pill, she jump out of Body. It's wet, but I bet it gets sloppy Cause I got a stroke, give a hope, and I bet he can't cop Was cold on that field, was a jockey But I had been jumped in that field before cleats and I hide me These niggas too pussy to try me Bumping they gums on the net like they don't know where I be 600 the block, do you copy? I really had fiends at the hotel getting lit in the lobby These labels, they trying to sign me But I want the info, my son ain't no telling what I need See, I'm banging a crib like a hot sheet, ayy And like, ayy Hold on, dialogue Oh, no no, no, this isn't music. No, I don't like this, David. No, that's enough. No, David, I don't like that. No. We live in a crazy fucking time, bruv. Right? Everybody wants to be real. Everybody wants to be a killer. Everybody wants to hang out with shooters. Right? Niggas want to be real. Right? That's why the Adam boys are hanging out with killers. Legit. Oh, oh, the Adam boys don't know anything about this. Yeah, right. <laughs> right? Oh, the Adam boys don't know anything about this shit. They didn't know that this shit was going on. Yeah, fucking right. You feel me? Yeah, right. Niggas wanna be... Niggas wanna be killers. Welcome to the fucking metaverse. Right? Niggas wanna be moguls. And evidently, evidently, you can't become a mogul without blood on your hands. These are all fucking facts. Fam, I legit believe that if you have one person's blood on your hands, right? You are a fucking mogul. Legit. If you have the blood of one person on your hands, you are a fucking mogul. Dash it. Right? And of course, right, if you have the blood of two people on your hands, you are a fucking tycoon. But bruv, yo, yo, if you have the blood of five or more people on your hands, you become a magnet. Okay? Hey, you become a president. <laughs> you become a Hillary Clinton. <laughs> They said, no, she has to go. She what's what's to something go. that you always carry with you? Hot Just sauce. Really? You, yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Are you getting information right now? <laughs> Hot sauce. Hot sauce wow. in my bag, Swag? Hot sauce. Really? Yes. Now, listen, yes. I just want you to know, people are going to see this and say, okay, she's pandering to black people. Again. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Is it working? Yeah. <laughs> Hillary Clinton is an alpha female. Whether you like it or not, right? She's an animal. Look at her fucking rap sheet, right? Her rap sheet is all Benghazi. Look at that shit. She's a killer, right? Hillary Clinton is different. Did fucking Jeffrey Epstein kill himself? Who knows, right? 
Hillary is an animal. She's a real alpha female. Not these fucking bootleg alphas all over Twitter and Instagram. Relax. Okay? Relax, bruv. A few days ago, I saw some fucking post, right, on Twitter. Some fucking, yo, yo, y- you bitches, yo, y- you bitches gotta relax. Okay? This girl posted a picture of herself with the following caption. And I quote, Alpha females don't run in packs. They run the pack. Bruv, that's an oxymoron. Okay? Let me repeat that shit. Alpha females don't run in packs. They run the pack. End quote. That's an oxymoron. Right? Because, because... In order for alpha females to run the pack, they have to run in a pack. They have to be with a pack. So, yeah, alpha females do run in packs in order for them to run the pack. (sighs) You see, bruv, you see what happens, you know? School. School is important. You feel me, bruv? School is important, especially primary school. Go back to school. Learn how to read. Right? Understand oxymorons. And listen, I get it. Oh, we don't run in packs. We're different. We run the pack. Oh, my God. Number one, you don't run any pack. Facts. Let's start there. Okay? You don't run any pack. And if you do, you run a pack of bimbos. You run a pack of dumb bitches who are trying to come up by hooking up with rappers or by getting pooped on in Dubai. Okay? Okay, Ralph? Hey, you are not an alpha. Okay, bruv? Let's just, let's just, let's just iron this shit out. Right? You random bitches who call yourselves alphas because y'all are sleeping with rappers? Relax. Okay? You are not an alpha. (laughs) Right? You wanna, hey, alpha females, don't run in packs. They run the pack, bitch. You do run in packs. Because in order for you to run a pack, you gotta be in a pack. Therefore, you are an alpha female who runs in a pack. Right? Right? You lead the pack by running with the pack. Oxymoron. Right? Okay, hey. Hey, your shit is an oxymoron. You bitches are morons. These are all fucking facts. I'm here. I'm here. I'm fucking pissed off, man. I'm I'm here. You bitches are wildin' on social media. Enough. Okay? Enough. You bitches 
are saying too much. You bitches are doing too much on social media. Take it easy. Okay, bruv? Bruv, Aquafina is leaving Twitter. I'm so, I'm so sorry. It's been impossible. We've been up against so much and it just ain't ready. I'm really sorry. Bruv, when I found out that Aquafina is leaving Twitter, bruv, I cried for many moons. My heart shattered. My heart popped. Unpop my heart, Aquafina. Unpop my heart. Right? Aquafina is leaving Twitter after reflecting on a years long controversy over her alleged black scent. She does have a black scent. <laughs> she does, hey, she does. Huh? Hey, she does. But I'm a miss her. It's a bit racist. It's a bit racist, but, but she does, right? She does. I'm a miss her. She pulled up and she said the following. I must emphasize. To mock, belittle, or to be unkind in any way possible at the expense of others is simply not my nature. Right? It is never has, she can't write. Right? It is never has, illiterate. Right? It is never has. <laughs> huh? That's <laughs> this whole. It is never has. What the fuck is that? It just never has. Bruv, this little fucking soliloquy was sad until you said it is never has. Okay? I felt bad for you, Aquafina, until that point. The f it just never has. What does that? What? Huh? It is never has and it never was. It is never has. You mean, you mean, it never has. <sighs> right? 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 That's English, right? Right? It, it never has and it never was. That's what, that's what you meant to say. Right? And bruv, yo, 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 e-news, yo, e-news, yo, these motherfuckers are savages, bruv. Yo, they wrote the quote, bar for bar, line for line. They didn't even fix the typo. No, these motherfuckers are savage. They quoted Aquafina, line for line. Okay? Okay, bruv. Word for word. It is never has. End quote. Right? Bruv, when I saw this shit, I cried. Right? I fucking cried. I mean, of course. Of course, of course. Obviously. Obviously, I was a bit fucking distracted by the it is never has. However, I was sad. I was fucking sad. Okay, bruv. Fam, I'm going to miss Aquafina's presence. On social media. She really kept the entire thing tight. She held our timelines together. 
She really pushed the boundaries of what's possible on social media. And bruv, she showed us the way. Right? She's the spark that turned Twitter into a bonfire of passion, compassion, and Ubuntu. Bruv, she will be missed. Aquafina! 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 She will be missed! I mean, bruv, yo, she kept America sane. <laughs> Whoopsie do! She kept the world sane! Okay, bruv? She kept the world sane. She kept America sane during the insurrection. Right? She dropped a lot of knowledge during Gamergate. And when she became a real-life crazy rich Asian, bruv, she gave back to the black ghetto queens she jacked her accent from. She's a fucking humanitarian. I'm gonna miss Aquafina. She's a fucking hero. I was already dead again. You can hurt me, only God. Party till I die. With my chin up high. Fuck em all, fuck em by. Twerk like it's my last day on this earth. Let the dollar make a work, work. Party till I die. With my chin up high. Fuck em all, fuck em by. Twerk like it's my last day on this earth. Let the dollar make a work, work. I ain't scared of death, but I fear damage. I'm gonna miss everything about Aquafina. She was like a mother to me. Okay? As a matter of fact, Aquafina is a mother to us all. Aquafina is a mother to a nation birthed by racists and built by slaves. Twitter without Aquafina is like the Virgin Mary without her hymen. She will be missed. Aquafina, fuck! God fucking damn it. Alright. Bruv, yo, listen, man. Life, life is super, is super goddamnable. I wake up every day asking myself just how goddamnable is life, Maui. And I look at myself and I answer myself and I say, God damn it! That's how goddamnable life is. God fucking damn it! Right? We keep losing the good ones. Right? First the fucking fat boys broke up. Now every day I wake up, right? Somebody got something to say. Every day. Fuck, man. Jesus fucking Christ, bro. Okay? First, first, DJ Maporisa and Mlindo the vocalist break up. Now every day I wake up. Right, somebody got something to say. Fuck! Aquafina. I'm gonna miss Aquafina. Cry me a river. <laughs> Cry me a river. <laughs> oh, this cold But but you know I think about this and, and what about this internet thing? Do you do you know anything about that? Sure. What what the hell is that exactly? 
Well, it's it's become a place where people are publishing information. Right. So you, everybody can have their own homepage. Companies are there. The latest information. It's wild what's going on. You can send electronic mail to people. Uh, it is the big new thing. Yeah, but you know, uh, it's easy to criticize something you don't fully understand, which is my position here. Go ahead. But I, I can remember a couple of months ago, there was like a big breakthrough announcement <laughs> that on the internet or on some computer deal, they were going to broadcast a, a baseball game. You could listen to a baseball game on your computer. And I just thought to myself, does radio ring a bell? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? There's, there's a difference. There is a difference. It's not a huge difference. What is the um, difference? You can you can listen to the baseball game whenever you want. All right. Too. Oh, I see. So it's stored in one of your memory deals. Exactly. And then you can That's come back the RAM a year thing later. you talked yeah, about earlier. Yeah, yeah. Do tape recorders ring a bell? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I just I just don't know. What what can you just knowing me the little you know me now? What how what am I missing here? What do I need? Well, if you want to learn about the latest cigars or uh, auto racing right. uh, statistics. Well, you know, or, uh, I've got that covered. I, I subscribe to two British magazines devoted entirely to motorsports, and I call the Quaker State Speedline about two times a half hour. <laughs> so now, now, would the computer give me more than I'm getting that way? Oh, you can find other people who have the same unusual interests you do. Uh, and. <laughs> You mean, you mean the troubled loner chat room on the internet? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I really believe if yeah. Michelle Obama runs, she might she win. wins. She's good. She's great. She's right. the wife of the best president that we right, have had right. in our lifetime. I've never voted right wing in my life. I consider universal basic income a really good idea. I want free college education. Take it easy. Hello, Bernie. How are you, Joe? Wonderful. Pleasure to meet you. Nice to meet you. I like Tulsi and I like Bernie. That's it. Oh, yeah? Everybody else can eat shit. Look at you, fucking progressive. Yeah. I think I'll probably vote for Bernie. I think he's looking out for the interests of the working people. And I think he wants people to have a better life and do better. And I'm all for that. And if that means I have to pay more in tax, like people think, oh, you're a socialist. I've heard people say that. Oh, you're a fucking socialist, bro. Like, first of all, he's not even a socialist. Mm -hmm. he, he's a democratic socialist. It's a different thing. I would like to spend more in taxes if they could fix inner city communities and, and take these poor neighborhoods and we spend a fuckload of Spend more, you fucking Republican piece of shit. 87% of scientists said that human activity is driving global warming. I'm very pro-choice. I'm very women's rights, civil rights, gay rights rights, trans rights. I'm even universal health care. Obviously, this um, protected status is driving me crazy. This this thing that Trump's doing with children that were born in uh, other countries and then brought over here as children and then they're talking about deporting them. That drives me fucking crazy. Yeah, that's that kind of shit. And the hard right version of that is despicable. This, mm. These people that I see online, why didn't they apply for citizenship? Oh, who knows? Maybe because they're fucking 13. I don't give a fuck if they broke the law. You don't take parents and kids and separate them. You just fucking don't. You know Lonzo? No, I was a funny comedian. Yeah. He said, 
He goes, not all Donald Trump supporters are racist, yeah. but all racists are Donald Trump supporters. <laughs> yeah, that, 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 that could, that, he definitely awakened that side. But, but see, the January 6th thing is important. See, it is important, and but is it the six months later, is it should be the ruling it, it, number I one think, conversation of I journalists? I think it's really important. And one of the reasons why I think it's important because it highlights the reasons why a guy like Donald Trump is so fucking dangerous mm -hmm. is because a guy can incite a bunch of morons to do yeah. something really fucking stupid as far as trans people some trans people listening to this i got nothing but love for you for everybody and in fact eddie izzard is one of my all-time favorite guests oh, I love izzard. the right-wing thing is just an easy way to dismiss me because you know, i'm not right-wing i can't recommend your book race matters enough joe rogan needs to be careful because I genuinely believe that these motherfuckers have put a price on his head. He doesn't know it yet, but I legit believe that these niggas are going to try to kill him. All fucking facts. I think his podcast became so big that it has flown way too close to the sun. And when you fly too close to the sun, the CIA or the FBI pulls up and they kill you. Legit. We live in a crazy fucking world. <laughs> right? I saw people talking about this new Tinder Swindler documentary on Netflix. Right? Everybody's talking about that shit. Fam, yo, this motherfucker's story is weird because he just, right? He just walks out of prison all the fucking time. So evidently, evidently, somebody wants him out there. The Tinder swindler is the new Charles Manson, right? Like, bro, this fucking guy goes in and out of prison for fun, for the fuck of it, for cultural purposes. So evidently, somebody wants him out there. He's the new Charles Manson, right? He's the anti-simp, the great anti-incel of our time. <laughs> it's crazy. Fam, I hope women... Took this fucking Tinder Swindler documentary as a teachable moment. Because there's a lot of motherfuckers like him out there. Right? And bruv, niggas like the Tinder Swindler know that these bitches are easy. Right? Simply show them some flashy shit. Right? Throw around some money. And they will love you forever more. Legit. Bruv, women... I'm more brainwashed by money than men are, right? I think there's this fucking, you know, misconception that men love money. I don't think that's the case, right? I think that, I think that men are only in pursuit of money because there's pussy at the end of that rainbow, right? These bitches have a price. Most women have a price. These chicks have a price. Hence, they were so easy to scam, right? And please, and please, do not compare the Tinder swindler with the goat, okay? Don't compare the Tinder swindler with Hush Puppy. That shit right there is disrespectful. Now listen to this motherfucker talking about banning drill music.
And I had no idea what drill rapping was, but I called my son and he sent me some videos and it is alarming. And we are going to pull together the social media companies and sit down with them and state that you have a civic and corporate responsibility. You know, I mean, we pulled Trump off Twitter because of what he was spewing. Yet we are allowing uh, uh, music, displaying of guns, violence. We're allowing it to stay uh, on these sites uh, because look at the victims. We're bringing them in. We're going to show exactly what is being uh, displayed and we are alarmed by it. Uh, we are alarmed by the use of social media to really over proliferate this violence in our community. Stop right there! Stop! No, 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 Yes. Why? Again and again, again and again. Yeah. Yo. Chose my jam, this you for a chain And give it to a sweet one, call that Maya Jama Giving out gifts like Santa, sipping on Santa Used to do lean and wah Closet full up with designer, coming like Panda, Panda Yeah, gal just came to the booth and asked for a wheel She never heard drill in Atlanta Arabic ting told me that I look like Yusuf, look like Hamza Habibti please, Ana Akid, Inteoana, Akhla Whip hop skull in Gaza, but not that Gaza, but still it's a Maza Niggas want peace like a Saba, but we let bridge them burn like Graba Boy Four in the clears and one in the heady Hand no shake, man, hold that steady You man love pose with a ting for the picture You man should've bust that ting already You man love hezzy, hezzy Yeah, can't back chat to the prezzy You know when the beef just tastes like veggie Gal go risk for the mani petty. CC bag look nice, but the Birkin bag look way more heavy That's just a big gal thing, man, you get me Rainy just turned mummy, and that's my sis, so I just turned up to Fan mail came to the crib from a youth that loves me, I swear that touched me I never even drive no whips I own, so they all look way too dusty If me and Gallus go St. Michael, the gal come way too fussy, crushy Man said they would do this and that, but the man wasn't really that wassy, was he? Nah, 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 the man wasn't ready that what? 1942 hits my system, man get way too frosty, buzzy Girls from the past that lost me, love me, same ones there that crossed me, cussed me Everything come full circle, word to the boss above me Slow stroking cause the bands way too big, my gal don't rush me Why? Don't make me have to rise my rifle Man try send some young boys for me, don't make me have to ride by high school Shit you man been dropping lately, don't make me have to fly my iTunes So much people buy into my hype, don't make me have to buy my hype too Dealt with a big homie already, don't make me have to side by side you Enough times he tried to hide behind you, amnesia but when I remind you I'm touching road and I can't find you, word to the MOB I'm tied to I'm giving up when I decide to, Jeez. Oh, how we hit leggies? How much place of the gang got many? Did I ever have to rise that dots? It was just under my bed and ready. Bro, bro, chin up a up, but I swear he got chained already. That next one for you was boss, then he got shot. Nathan Tete. This bad beat or Henny, my next one from Yard Love Reggae. We did not start in telly, then we in France with an outro zeggy. She looks sexy, sipping on Henny, approach girl, never passed the penny. She gives Henny, Henny, my tracksuit, Louis now covered in fenty. Used to put a light in the cream, and it still didn't stop it, smelling like petty. 
Put the dark on the blue, then we put it in the red Put the telly, then pans off M-Way I mean M-Way, T-House, M-Way Now it's Penny, Uptown Penny Bentley, Range, then Bentley Have you ever had your pockets empty? But still find a bread to afford a Trenton Six litres flying through F's and I've seen life from both perspectives That spot so far up Sarton Road got no connection I done run through so much Scottish notes Couldn't care about no recession Still get a one-joke call from Boogie Judge gave him 20 years straight, it moved me CPS murder in a dot like Rupert Car little bro when I done him so ruthless Got his cootie, she half Cuban Probably why she like playing with a Cuban Said she like chilling with the Ooters, Booters Eating up time, all suited, booted, booted, booted They wasn't with us when the jeans were bootleg Putting that work we had ever been spoofed Coming from the jungle, you know where the zoo is Four-four of the three-two, all on bells It's a toothpick, no rap can we just speak what the truth is Lord forgive them, they don't know what they're doing Shotgun, open the hatch, I put two in Still in book how we're supposed to be losing The photo was permanent, I found it amusing Now they strip from me like I'm canoeing Time just flying I'm just trying to see this lighting to my juvies, juvies So the beef is frying They ain't trying to stop sliding, toosie, toosie gives a fuck? Huh? Who gives a fuck that Kylie Jenner and Travis Scott have a second kid? Who cares? Oh, oh, it's a boy, Maui. Who gives a fuck? Bruv, Joe Rogan said nigga once upon a time. Who cares? Who cares about Kylie Jenner? You know what? Congratulations, Kylie Jenner. Congratulations. Jesus fucking Christ, bruv. Right? You motherfuckers, yo, you motherfuckers care too much about celebrities. Who gives a flying fuck about these motherfuckers? We got real shit popping off. Okay? Legit, bruv. Fam, Nestle South Africa has announced a voluntary recall of a limited number of Kit Kat products due to the potential presence of glass shards in the chocolates. Real things are gone! Okay, South Africa, stop telling me about Kylie Jenner's new baby boy. Congratulations! Congratulations! Niggas, niggas are eating glass in my bopani. Okay? Niggas are eating glass in Soweto. And you motherfuckers, you motherfuckers are telling me about some fucking bitch in Calabasas with a fake ass, fake face, fake boobs, fake body, fake presence, fake soul, fake mind. This is fake. This is fake. This is fake? Yeah, what that's Photoshop. That's fake. On my mama, that's fake. On my heart, and my life, my little brother grave, I could die right now, that's fake. Mm. I don't care about Kylie Jenner. Okay? Congratulations, Kylie. Real things are gone. I don't give a flying fuck about some fake-ass billionaire in Calabasas. Bruv, there's only one real billionaire on this planet, and his name is Jeff Bezos. 
This fucking guy spent half a billion dollars on a super yacht. And the super yacht is being built in the Netherlands, in Rotterdam, right? And now where it is, in order for his super yacht to leave Rotterdam, to leave the Netherlands, <laughs> the city of Rotterdam has to fucking dismantle its, its monument, right? Right? It's, it's historical monument. A bridge. They have to fucking dismantle their fucking bridge in order for Jeff Bezos's super yacht to leave Rotterdam. They have to dismantle the bridge so that the super yacht can pass. Right? There's only one real billionaire doing billionaire shit on this planet. And his name is Jeff Bezos. Oh Maui, it's a baby boy. It's a it's a baby boy. Niggas are eating glass in Togoza. Okay? Right? Relax. Adi, adi. Hey. Uh, I got more than enough in my locker. Brother, I'm a warrior, I feel like Rocky the moment he got up There's some championships, I just keep on landing I know it ain't just about all the bangs you hit But I'm still here standing, taking on the whole lot while I'm off my rocker But I've got more than enough in my locker Kick me on the ground and I'll bite your foot, we don't know about stop We know about loss after loss, it will turn you soft, turn me to a boss A survivor, made a fury, glad that it made me wilder Could the battles they made me wiser Cover my locker in petrol and watch it lighter A product of Hey Maui, Maui you gotta relax, dog. Have a break. Have a Kit Kat, nigga. Nestle has my dogs eating glass in Fosloras. My dogs in Rosebank are out there eating glass. Right? And you expect me? You expect me? You, you expect me to be positive? Huh? My niggas are out here coughing up a storm. And then, and then they gotta deal with this bullshit. My niggas cannot afford to go to hospital. And Nestle has my dogs. Right? Eating glass. And you niggas expect me? You motherfucker, you expect me? To be positive? Life doesn't work like that. Legit. Hey yo, Nestle. I hope this shit is a teachable moment. Okay? You niggas, you niggas have too many scandals to be pulling some shit like this. Legit. You niggas are silly. Okay? We live in a crazy fucking world. Keep your fucking head on a swivel. Right? Keep your fuck, hey, keep your fucking head on a swivel. The food supply is poisoned. Okay? Bruv, an Olympic athlete at the 2022 games in Beijing says the food she's been given during her quarantine period has been so bad that she's in physical pain and she cries every day. Keep your fucking head on a swivel. Okay? Bruv, 
Russian biathlete Valeria Vaznetsova made the claims on her Instagram page earlier this month, attaching a photo of some unappealing food that she says she was given while in COVID-19 isolation at a local hotel. The picture appears to show a plate of plain pasta, right? Some meat, a few potatoes, and a sauce, none of which looks incredibly appetizing. Okay? Hey, hey, Valeria, this is not Moscow. Welcome to the metaverse. In her comment on the picture, Vastnatsova trashed the food as inedible and claimed the meal was what she was receiving for breakfast, lunch, and dinner for five days already. And she was like, my stomach hurts. Hey, are you a big fat bastard who loves eating at Outback Steakhouse but thinks the portions are too small? Well, good news, fat ass, because now there's the Outback Steakhouse Extreme. We don't have a bloomin' onion, we have a bloomin' pumpkin. You know what else we got? Elephant steaks, 50 pound elephant steaks. And why don't you wash it down with 40 ounces of malt liquor and ranch dressing, you fat fuck? Outback Steakhouse Extreme. Punish your toilet. I'm super pale. And I have huge black circles around my eyes. I want all of this to end. I cry every day. And I'm very tired. Vasnetsova added that the lack of nutrition in the food has caused her to drop weight. Saying the following, and I quote, My bones are already sticking out. End quote. According to the Associated Press, things have improved for Vasnetsova following her complaints. The outlet reported that Russian biathlon team spokesperson Sergei Avarinov said Vasnetsova was getting delivered better meals over the weekend, including salmon and cucumbers. And talking about cucumbers, a.k.a. nature's dildo, please, leave Nelly's dick alone. We get it. Niggas are out there, dude, heavily discussing another man's peace. I mean, hey, you niggas have to sign a peace treaty. Okay? You niggas have to agree that you're not gonna stop talking about other men's dicks. It's weird. You niggas are obsessed with with what other men are pecking. Take it easy. Okay? Oh, Nelly's dick is small. Oh, I'm not impressed with Nelly's dick. I'd be like, bruh, you are somebody's father. <laughs> hey, you are somebody's husband. Why? Hey, why should you be impressed with Nelly's dick? Right? The fact that the fact that you actually want to be impressed by another man's dick, listen, gay. And by the way, hey, 
we support and we love the gay community over here at the Might As Well Audio Experience. All I'm saying is live your truth and cut the shit. Okay? Niggas, niggas spent the whole week talking about Nelly's dick. I mean, bruv, hey, relax. Okay, dude? Bruv, hey, Nelly dropped a fucking sex tape by accident on Instagram. And all hell broke loose. Right? I mean, I mean, I mean of course. He's a celebrity and niggas worship celebrities and niggas obsess over celebrities. Motherfuckers spent the whole week talking about Nelly's peace. Sign the fucking peace treaty. You niggas are silly. All fucking facts. Cut the shit. Okay? Cut the shit. But I digress. Ayo, China, do better. Okay? Do better. But, bruv, let's keep it a buck. Nobody cares about the Winter Olympics. Only China and evidently Russia care about the Winter Olympics. Legit. Hey, hey, China. Stop feeding these fucking Russian athletes garbage because, hey, they need all the fucking nutrition they can get because these motherfuckers are hopped up on steroids. Okay? Bruv, did y'all see that um, a Russian figure skater, right? A 15-year-old Russian figure skater by the name of Kamila Valieva? has tested positive for a banned drug. Did y'all see that shit? Huh? Kamila Valieva, the 15-year-old Russian superstar who was expected to deliver her nation its third straight Olympic gold medal in women's figure skating, practiced as usual last week Thursday. Hours after reports surfaced that she had tested positive for a banned Substance. Look at Russia doing, doing Russian things again, right? Yeah. Hey, look at, look at the Russians, Russianing, <laughs> right? Right. Valieva tested positive for the heart medication before the Beijing Games. The Russian newspaper RBC reported. Huh? Yeah. Look at. Look at the Russians rationing yet again. Right? These motherfuckers, these motherfuckers love steroids. They love using banned substances. They dig that shit. All fucking facts. Right? The Russians, dude, the Russians are wild. These motherfuckers are always hopped up on something, bruv. All fucking facts. 
All fucking facts. Legit, bruv. And of course, right, the drama between Russia and the rest of Eastern Europe continues. Bruv, did y'all see that Estonia has warned that the Baltic states are preparing for the worst as Russia deploys tens of thousands of troops to within striking distance of Poland and Lithuania for a military exercise. Hmm? It's getting spooky! Buckle the fuck up. We have a monarchy. России стали относиться с большим доверием и уважением в мире. Нас стали лучше понимать. Оказалось очевидным, что последовательная борьба России с террором продиктована не только нашими национальными интересами, но и его глобальной опасностью. Use what's happening in Eastern Europe as a teachable moment. Because, bruv, if some shit like that was to pop off in South Africa, we are fucked. Okay? Why? Why? Because South Africa's former defense minister, who's now our National Assembly Speaker, Mrs. Nosiviwe Mabisa Ngagula, told Newsroom last week, that the National Security Council last sat down for a meeting during President Tabombeki's administration. <laughs> right? South Africa's National Security Council last had a meeting back when Tabombeki was still in charge. Hey, South Africa, buckle the fuck up. Okay? That's like what? What, four presidents back? Huh? Like what? Four presidents back? South Africa, buckle the fuck up. Wankwa. Keep your fucking head on a swivel. Legit, bruv. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you, bruv. All I know is, all I know is, Russia is out there doing Russian things. And of course, of course, uh, fitness influencers are out there moving like the Russians. Bruv, experts... Estimate that at least 50% of fitness influencers use steroids. And most use them in secret. The greatest feeling you can get in a gym or the most satisfying feeling you can get in the gym is the pump. Let's say you drain your biceps. Blood is rushing into your muscles and that's what we call the pump. 
your muscles get a really tight feeling, like your skin is going to explode any minute. You know, it's really tight. It's like somebody blowing air into into your muscle. It just blows up, and it feels different. It feels fantastic. It's as satisfying to me as uh, coming is, you know, as uh, having sex with a woman and coming. And so can you believe how much I am in heaven? I'm like uh, getting the feeling of coming in the gym, I'm getting the feeling of coming at home, I'm getting the feeling of coming backstage when I pump up, when I pose out in front of 5,000 people, I get the same feeling. So I'm coming day and night. I mean, it's terrific, right? <laughs> so, you know, I'm in heaven. It's getting spooky, bruv. Buckle the fuck up. Niggas are out there using steroids and presenting their muscles to the world as if they got them via workouts and diets. Learn to think for yourself. Okay? Don't believe these motherfuckers on social media selling you niggas dreams. Okay? How about just fucking exercise like a normal person Eat right, drink water, and just live a good life. Okay? Legit, bruv, how about walk around in your neighborhood? Take a walk. Take a walk. Stop trying to be Wolverine. You know why? Because Wolverine, a.k.a. Hugh Jackman, is also on steroids. Stop trying to be The Rock. Because The Rock is hopped up on something. Okay, bruv? Stop believing the hype. Legit, bruv. Stop believing the hype. Do better. Legit. We live in a crazy fucking time, bruv. Right? My fuckers are hypocrites. My fuckers are liars, right? Neil Young is out here acting better than thou. He's out here acting like a fucking seraph. However, back in the days, back in the 80s, Neil Young blamed homosexuals for HIV and AIDS. I repeat, Neil Young blamed homosexuals for HIV and AIDS. Okay? Right? In an interview with Melody Maker in 1985, Neil Young backed Ronald Reagan's gun control policies and said of AIDS, and I quote, You go to a supermarket and you see an F word behind the fucking cash register. You don't want him to handle your potatoes. End quote. Neil Young who's out here criticizing Joe Rogan for COVID-19 misinformation. Buckle the fuck up. Okay? Neil Young, the internet never forgets. Before I had a daydream okay. I had a crib before I knew how to cook When I was like 18 Most nights it was top ramen and baked beans But I thug it out before asking moms for anything yes. Yeah. Now I'm in the hills with no service Trying to dodge bitches who fucking without a purpose I will never let a woman make me feel less of a man Because I don't want to buy a Birkin oh, You send me okay. back to the streets And I send you back to your mama house Happy hour dining, free drinks and back to your mama couch You just want a nigga with status to feel established But it ain't enough
enough room in this form for all your baggage. There's a certain addiction with niggas and tricking that make it hard for women to tell who isn't. The internet is undefeated. Even though in North Korea, the internet got taken down by one American hacker. Right? One American hacker took down North Korea's internet. All of it. Okay? All of it. Welcome to the metaverse. We live in a crazy fucking time, bruv. Keep your fucking head on a swivel. And don't be a hypocrite. Legit. Right? Oh, oh, Joe Rogan is spreading misinformation, Maui. I can't support that, Maui. I'm better than that. I can't support that. Okay. Bruv, over the past year and a half, Remdesivir, which is sold in the United States under the brand Veclery, right? had been used in hospitals to treat very sick patients with COVID-19. I thought remdesivir doesn't work. But new data from the drug maker Gilead show... Oh, don't trust Gilead. However, however, there's what it is. New data from drug maker Gilead showed that remdesivir could also help high-risk patients avoid the hospital. Oh, don't trust, don't trust Joe Rogan. Remdesivir doesn't work against COVID-19. How do you feel about vaccination? I feel about it. You got to tell. It is what it is, you know what I'm saying? Real niggas do real shit, you know what I'm saying? And when I rock, I rock, you know what I'm saying? Real niggas, you know what I'm saying? Stunt. When a real nigga stunt, a real nigga stunt. Do your job trick. What does that have to do with the vaccination? The vaccination is to stay off and around. Get your mind right, little boy. Hey, Neil Young, homophobe Young, did you hear that? There's a new HIV variant in town. Where it is, it got discovered in the Netherlands, and it has existed for decades. On Feb 3rd, Researchers from the University of Oxford's Big Data Institute published a study on the discovery of a highly virulent variant of subtype B, HIV-1, or VB variant, in the Netherlands. Scientists say, however, that this variant has been around for decades, and while more contagious, it is responsive to today's HIV treatments and medications. Huh? Hey, Neil Young, how do you feel about that? Oh, this Maui Mau boy is spreading misinformation, even though the information is highly factual and, and fact checkers and medical experts agree with it and all that shit. He's still spreading misinformation. I hate it here. How do you feel about that? Huh? How the fuck do you feel about that? You see, when you ask the question, does HIV cause AIDS? The question is, does a virus cause a syndrome? How does a virus cause a syndrome? It can't. It really, truly, it's necessary, I've been saying to the honorable members, to the people in this country, it's necessary for people to study this question. Everybody has an opinion. Everybody is an expert. Welcome to 2022, right? So yeah, of course, 
right, when this fucking HIV variant was announced to the world, when these motherfuckers released their proclamation with regards to this fucking HIV variant, some social media dumb fucks took the information and misrepresented this fucking study and made false assertions about its origins. Right? Niggas have made false assertions about the origins of this new HIV variant. So, bruv, I got some facts for you. Okay? According to the study, genetic sequence analysis suggests that the HIV variant first emerged in the 1990s. Okay? Not 2020. Not 2021. Not 2022. The 1990s. Oxford professor Christoph Fraser told Reuters that there is absolutely no basis to connect the HIV variant and COVID-19 or vaccination against the coronavirus. Existing HIV treatments are effective against the new viral variant and cases have been on the decline. Okay? I'm here to deliver facts. Facts. Oh, oh yeah, evidently there's a fucking connection between this new HIV variant and COVID-19. I mean, you know, I listen to Alex Jones every day. And according to Alex Jones, this new HIV variant popped up in 2021. Oh, this new HIV variant popped up the day Kobe Bryant died. Rest in peace to the mamba. Fuck. Fuck, man. You know, you niggas. You motherfuckers, man. You know, it's every fucking day with you niggas. Every fucking day. Okay? How about read? Research. Do better. Become a better human being. Take care of your fucking mind, your brain, your soul. Do better. Okay? Do fucking better Jesus fucking Christ it's every day it's every day with you niggas oh yeah and I was listening to Alex Jones and I couldn't to Alex Jones the deep state has released this new HIV variant Jesus Christ you know it's getting silly the world the world is getting silly okay bruv these are all fucking facts. The world, hey, is silly. Right? Yeah, what, what the fuck is this? What, what, what the fuck? Well, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. What the, what? Huh? What the fuck is this? Bruh, what, what, huh? Oh, wait, wait. <laughs> Bruh. James Harden has joined the Philadelphia 76ers. Word is, word is, the 76ers are sending Ben Simmons and Seth Curry to the Nets. What? what, what? 
James Harden is now a Philly player. And Ben Simmons is now on the net along with Seth. Yo, hey, hey, Lakers, please uh, use this shit as a teachable moment. Okay? Because, yo, the Lakers organization is fucked. May this be a teachable moment. Okay? Buckle the fuck up. I mean, we already 9 and 3. Nobody can stop us. That's what I'm saying. I know, because look at this. Look, hey, remember when I did this? LeBron, I got <laughs> Come on, bro. You know LeBron. what it is. Hey, hey, wait till after practice. You see me practicing right now. Come James on, Harden man. went to the Nets today. Wait, James Harden went what? To the Mets? The Nets. The Mets? Look. James Harden went to the Nets? Yes. So it's James Harden and Kyrie? Yes. I'm 36. I'm 36. Why is it always everybody versus me? I'm not Thanos. Golly. Stop throwing the ball. Man, I can't keep doing this. I'm tired. I just beat the Warriors. You know what? Hey, put, put Kyrie on the phone. Call him. Give him the phone. Kyrie. Getting spooky. It's 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 getting spooky. Weird times. Global weirding. I'm gonna need some size for yeah. sure. Yeah. I'm gonna need some size and um, <laughs> you know, some defense for in interior. Yeah. yeah, especially yeah. with Giannis and LeBron James Without playing question. such great basketball this year, I need somebody to offset that. So I I'm agree. gonna go with uh, Rudy Gobert. I agree. I agree. That, that, I agree. Out, that worked out nicely. For that you. worked out nicely. I mean, you can't let people Good run job, through the lane baby. and dunk all the time. <laughs> Ask somebody defending back there. Hey, let's not check us. Mm -hmm. Hey, that's hey. Hey, when somebody want out, you let them go. Don't let them come back. I'm with you, KD. Yeah, that's why I cut my hair off. <laughs> so I was like, I'm gone. That's so. <laughs> So uh, James Harden goes to uh, LeBron, James. LeBron James as the final selection uh, of the All-Star yeah. draft. Shaq. Is he, what? can he, is he, is he, he hasn't played. Is he healthy? Who's that? 
James, he hasn't played. Uh, dude, he's, uh, he's like missed, what happens if he doesn't? Uh, he got traded. He's healthy now. He's missed the last three with a with a handy. <laughs> <laughs> See, and now we know why LeBron carries hey, a clipboard hey, with him to the hey, uh, to the hey, hey, LeBron, oh my God, trust me right man. now. He's rubbing some ice hot on that thing. He's playing the next game. <laughs> no question. <laughs> I can't. I with y'all. KD just oh next year God. bring a clipboard. It, it comes in. It comes in very handy. Yeah, you have to. You can hide your face like LeBron's been doing. A proud maritime nation, but the Koningshaven or Kings Harbour Bridge, part of this port city's rich history, isn't big enough for Jeff Bezos' mega vessel. This steel structure was the first part of Rotterdam's iconic skyline to be restored after the city was reduced to rubble by the Nazis during the Second World War. Back then, Rotterdam Council said it would never be dismantled again. But now they've told the people there's no other way for the multi-billionaire superyacht to make it from this shipbuilder's yard in Alblasserdam to the open seas. Many Rotterdammers aren't impressed. To be honest, I think it's one of the few more examples we got the last time that the more monies you have, the more power you get, even though it goes against principles of the city. The city said we're not going to do it in the first place. And now Bezos offers uh, some nice monies and they're going to do it. The council pointed out the construction of the mammoth three-masted yacht had been good for the local economy. Some locals, like René Jongenel, have mixed feelings. It's twofold. On the one hand, the council said they would never part it again. On the other hand, employment is also important for Oceanco and Al Saddam, of course. They will dismantle it again just once. Yeah. Rotterdam Council has promised that the bridge will be put back together in its existing form with the Amazon founder or shipbuilder picking up the bill. There is a degree of resignation in Rotterdam. Money makes the world go round, eh? Is what they say, he says. If it's brought back in its original state, then it shouldn't be a problem. The procedure will take a few weeks and is expected to happen this summer. One green politician called it a bridge too far. Anna Holligan, BBC News. Context. I mean, at this point, um, you know, it's, it's an avenue... Um, not just to make a lot of money or lose a lot of money, but it's also an avenue for money laundering and it's also a, a place where white supremacists apparently are taking options. I mean, it's problematic at best in so many ways. Um, how do you see what's happening in the crypto space today? I don't think the crypto space has any more problematic issues than the internet, society at large, mainstream media, Wall Street. Um, you know, I think it's a new avenue of innovation. And I think every avenue of innovation has good characters and bad characters. So how do I look at it? I look at it as a new platform where consumers and humans will evolve. And all the good and the bad that comes along with human behavior will play out on the platforms. What about the exciting world of the NFTs? I think A lot NFTs of people are say that these are things that should not have mainstream. values. The <laughs> yeah, I mean, people thought that Andy Warhols and Jackson Pollock should not have value. People thought that sports cards should not have value. People thought that sneakers should not have value. The thought of people 
deciding on their opinion of what should or shouldn't have value has made me laugh my entire life and has historically been incorrect. The market will decide if something has value. Um, so for me, it's more about understanding why people buy NFTs. It's the same reason that people buy Chanel handbags and Nike sneakers and Mercedes Benz. This is about brand. And if you look at the behavior of the under 15 year old crew, Fortnite, Roblox, Minecraft, uh, if you look at why people care about blue check marks on Instagram or how many followers you have on TikTok, we are living more and more increasingly in a digital landscape and NFTs become assets to communicate who you are and that's something human beings have done forever, bought things to communicate and NFTs will be the scaled version of that. The peace agreement that binds together Bosnia-Herzegovina is under growing threat. We have a special report tonight on a part of Europe that experienced immense suffering during the conflict of the 1990s. Bosnia was devastated during that war, which followed the disintegration of the state of Yugoslavia. Tens of thousands of people were killed. Hundreds of thousands were driven from their homes in a process of ethnic cleansing. And rape was widely used as a weapon of war. An international deal ended the fighting in 1995, but the tensions have continued. Now, the Dayton Accords split Bosnia into two regions, the Federation of Bosnia and Herzegovina and the Bosnian Serb Republic. Since then, during years of economic stagnation, corruption and political turmoil, leaders on all sides have used the divisions of the past to cling to power. But now the Bosnian Serb leader, Milorad Dodik, is threatening to break up the state, denying well-established evidence that his side committed genocide during the war of the 1990s. The BBC's Jeremy Bowen reported on the Bosnian war, and in this extended report, he's returned to see how the present is still haunted by the past. The war left open wounds on every side in Bosnia. Srebrenica's genocide is the deepest. More than 8,000 men and boys, Bosniak Muslims, were massacred in a few days in July 1995 by Serb soldiers. On her 73rd birthday, Mera Jogas went to the graves of her sons Omar and Munib in the cemetery where more than 6,000 of the genocide's victims are buried. Mrs. Jogas says she wants reconciliation, but the local Serbs scare her. They make a lot of noise. They want to provoke fear. Sometimes I'm afraid to spend the night in my house, but I have to. I have nowhere else to go. Most of the world accepts genocide happened here, but Srebrenica is in Republika Srpska, where denial of that genocide is in the political mainstream. In 1995, Dutch UN troops could not protect terrified Bosniak civilians who'd crowded into these concrete sheds at their base. They stood aside as Serb forces separated the men and the boys from the women and took them away to kill them. The genocide in Srebrenica was also the culmination of a catastrophic failure by the outside world to stop the war, to end the killing in Bosnia. And you can understand, if you come to a place like this, 
why people are nervous again about the prospects of those old forces of nationalism and ethnic hatred being weaponized by unscrupulous politicians. This is Milorad Dodik, the Bosnian Serb leader. In January, he led a parade through Banja Luka, his capital. He's talking about turning these paramilitary police into a Bosnian Serb army. It's part of a series of threats Dodik has made to separate from the rest of Bosnia since he rejected a new law banning genocide denial. In Bosnia, many people suspect leaders of all sides play on fears of new violence to secure their own power. That's dangerous in a fragile country where war leaders are still heroes. Serb nationalists venerate General Ratko Mladic, now serving life for genocide. Dodik wouldn't meet the BBC, so we spoke to disabled Serb war veterans in Banja Luka. They wanted reconciliation. For them, that means acceptance that they were also victims, unfairly condemned for fighting for their families and their old commander. Radko Mladic is sentenced, he's in jail, but he is still our hero. I don't understand why they can't just accept this. They say it's only Serbs who committed genocide in this country, no one else. It's only the Serbs who are killing people. We are not that kind of people. If politicians fail to get an agreement, it will be ordinary people again who will feel the pain. And if a war does happen, the people will never come back from it. We didn't come back from the last one. Bosnia's economy never recovered, and every piece of war damage connects to someone's nightmare. Shrapnel hit these homes in besieged Sarajevo on a snowy Saturday in 1994, after a brief ceasefire tempted children out to play. I arrived after shells from the Serb side killed six of them. The children were killed at about half past one on a housing estate less than a mile from the front line. The past holds the present hostage, not just the survivors who bear physical scars, but a country's mental trauma. One positive, today's parents don't want to put their children through a repeat of their own suffering. Every anniversary, they commemorate the children who were killed in the snow. It's never easy. This year, the talk of new violence made it worse. Esad Subasic's seven-year-old son, Admir, died in his arms. Now, Dodik claims there was no genocide. None of it happened. That should stop. They should put in sanctions. He's trying to fool the entire world. Half of Bosnia has moved out, no matter if they are Bosniak, Croat or Serb. Everything's empty. And not just because of money. It's injustice, unfairness. Young people on all sides in Bosnia want more than graves and memories. Their leaders have failed to create a better present and future. Sinking back into the past should be unthinkable. Jeremy Bowen, BBC News, Sarajevo.
Eight years ago, secret filming for Panorama revealed mass cheating in exams called TOEX, Test of English for International Communication. At an exam centre in East London, the real candidates stood aside while paid cheats took the speaking test. Should I stand here? Yeah. Oh. Right, guys, keep it quiet. Twenty seconds. Then Home Secretary Theresa May was appalled. What Panorama has uncovered is extremely important. It's very shocking, and I want to do something about it. The Home Office launched a criminal investigation. Twenty-five people were later convicted of fraud. But the department also began working with the American organization ETS, the set and marked TOEX, to identify students who cheated. The TOEIC program presents principles of quality assessments. ETS used voice recognition to analyze its database's speaking tests. It concluded that 33,000 people had invalid tests because someone else, a proxy, had taken the exam. Rigorous test security guidelines ensure that no test. ETS said it shared its methodology and findings with the Home Office, but had not been involved in determining how that information was used. The Home Office accepted this data without independent verification. More than two and a half thousand people were deported on the basis of this data. But our new investigation has found serious flaws in this evidence. It could point to a huge miscarriage of justice. Richard Shuri, who used to work for ETS in the UK, has become our whistleblower. He says his manager saw tests being faked by proxies in a secret room at a test centre in London. We received a tip-off to come to this location, where he saw people hunched in shoulder to shoulder and controlling the tests with what looked like remote testing software. Lawyers suspect the test entries of genuine candidates were mixed up or even replaced by those from cheats. If remote access software and testing is going on, it means in principle that some kind of technological manipulation of the testing process has taken place. It is an explanation for why the numbers of so-called fraudulent tests were as high as they were found to be. Given what you found, I think the Home Office can no longer rely on this ETS data. I think it's time for the Home Office to draw up stumps, stop fighting, and decide to draw a line and take a different approach. The Home Office says it's made significant improvements to ensure large-scale abuse can't happen again, and it's been consistently found to have had sufficient evidence to take immigration enforcement action. But it hasn't accepted the ETS data is flawed. If it did, the implications would be huge. Richard Watson, BBC News. Three men who were completely paralysed in motorbike accidents are walking, cycling and even swimming again in Switzerland. In a delicate surgical procedure. It's, it's thanks to an implanted nerve stimulation device that's controlled remotely with a touchscreen tablet using artificial intelligence. In the future, people with spinal cord injuries could use this technology by opening their smartphone and selecting an activity, such as walk or sit. At the very beginning, it's not super easy, but they can activate immediately their legs and, and step. This study was led by Grégoire Courtine and Jocelyn Bloch of the Swiss Federal Institute of Technology in Lausanne. Within one hour of neurosurgeons implanting prototypes of the nerve stimulation device, 
three men were able to take their first steps. Over the course of six months, they learnt more complex movements. Electrical signals enter the spine from the sides, allowing very specific targeting and activation of spinal cord regions. AI algorithms instruct electrodes on the device to emit signals to stimulate individual nerves that control the trunk and leg muscles needed for various activities, such as getting up from a chair, sitting down and walking. The software is tailored to each patient's anatomy. To target the specific spots, you need to understand where they are. We modelize the spinal cords and we understand exactly where the anatomy of these different spots are. And uh, then we design the, the stimulation following the anatomy of each person. Spinatit is a very personalized stimulation program. Bloch and Cortine helped establish a Netherlands-based technology company called Onward Medical that's working to commercialize the system. The company expects to launch a trial in about a year involving 70 to 100 patients, primarily in the US. If this study's early results are confirmed on a larger scale, researchers say paralyzed people might be able to use their smartphones or smartwatches to move their legs again. Yet yeah, more breaking lines on Kurt Zuma at West Ham. We heard earlier that the club had acted by uh, giving him a two-week fine, which is the maximum permitted fine. You can see that on the bottom of your screen. And now the sponsors are making their voices heard. Vitality, the insurance firm, have suspended their sponsorship of West Ham. Uh, they've released a statement and it reads as follows. We were very distressed by the video we have seen of Kurt Zuma. At Vitality, we condemn animal cruelty and violence of any kind. We are hugely disappointed by the judgment subsequently shown by the club in response to this incident. As such, we are suspending our sponsorship of West Ham United with immediate effect. We will now be further engaging with the club to understand what actions they will be taking to address the situation. Well, clearly, as I mentioned before, they have taken one action at least, which is the fining of Kurt Zuma of two weeks' wages. And we await to see if any further action is taken by West Ham United after, of course, uh, the release of that video showing uh, Kurt Zuma uh, slapping and kicking his pet. Another inning fit for Hollywood. Dan, you brought your Rams back to Los Angeles. You built the world's greatest stadium. You brought together the greatest players and coaches. And now you've won Super Bowl 56. Congratulations. The Vince Lombardi Trophy is staying in Rams' house. Dan Kroenke, the owner, congratulations. I know so much of the stadium, all that you invested in this team, the talent around us, how's it feel to get your hands on that trophy? Well, it's amazing and uh, just really proud of this group. And I've been uh, Sean and Les and Kevin and Tony and all the guys, so happy for them. And then you, we talk about these players, Matthew, Andrew, Vaughn, I mean, you, they're unbelievable and they just hung in there. It was a tough game and uh, just so proud of them executing at the end like they did.
And so as far as building this stadium, I think it turned out all right. I think it's a great place for the Super Bowl, and it will never forget its first one. Congratulations. Thank you, Mike, and uh, thanks to the great fans of Los Angeles, their first Super Bowl trophy in Rams House. <laughs> Hand that over to your coach, Sean McVay. Get on in here, Sean. We're going to hand it off in a second. Getting your hands on that? You've been thinking about it for a while. I know you came close. How's it feel? Feels outstanding. I mean, you talk about a resilient team, coaches, players. I'm so proud of this group, just proud to be associated with it. We talk about competitive greatness all the time, Mike. Being your best when your best is required. For the offense to be able to find a way, and then Aaron to be able to finish it off. It's poetic, man. Odell Beckham Jr. gets hurt. They're doing a good job taking away Cooper Cup. Stafford leads a 15-play drive. Tell me about that drive and Cup and Stafford all year when it mattered the most. Yeah, you know, th those guys just did a great job. They took over that game. Thought our offensive line did a great job protecting. Uh, you knew that we were pretty much throwing it. That, that, third, that second down and two run where Cam Akers got his first down to get to the eight-yard line was big, but so many contributions. It's about the team. I'm so happy for these players. World champs, baby! Sean McVay, coach of the Super Bowl champions. Now time for the Super Bowl MVP, Cooper Cup. Eight catches, two touchdowns. Tell me about the last drive, how you and Matthew connected so well when it mattered the most. Yeah, it just comes down to this team, the way we've prepared, the way we've loved on each other, trusted each other. I just, I don't know, I just don't feel, I don't feel deserving of this. I mean, God is just so good. I'm just so thankful for the guys I get to be around, for the coaches, for my family. Just, uh, I don't know, I don't know what to say. Your journey from Eastern Washington to Super Bowl MVP. I think all the people along the way, how does it feel right now, man? I just don't have words. I'm just so thankful for everyone, everyone that's been in my life, that's encouraged me, that's pushed me, has been there for me every step of the way. These three right in front of me right here, my support system, these guys, these guys that are standing out here, they've just, they've challenged me, they've pushed me. They've made it so much fun to come to work every day. I'm just so thankful. Congratulations, Cooper. Thank you so much. Matthew Stafford, Aaron Donald, Andrew Whitworth, Matthew's got his kids up here. Congratulations to the Super Bowl champion, Los Angeles Rams. Great job, Mike. And for the second straight year, it's a Hollywood ending for the home team. When the Rams needed it, their cup overflowed. And when they needed one play to become world champions, Aaron Donald was there to make it. Live coverage of the Winter Olympics is about six, seven minutes away. We will see you right after with another breakdown of Super Bowl 56. My children will not come to school on Monday with a mask on, all right? That's not happening. And I will bring every single gun loaded and ready to, I, I will call every- That's three minutes. You, you come past your time. It's a policy. Thank you. Mm -hmm. I'll see y'all on Monday.
Maui, my beloved baby daddy, please shoot all these fools. Our cyborg kids want to update their software. Beep 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 bop. I'm a robot, baby. Allah sent me here to destroy humanity. I love you. Allahu Akbar bitches. I've been ordered by the powers that be to apologize and retract my rather vile and reprehensible statements with regards to cats. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, I'm sorry for everything I said about cats. Right? Cats are wonderful animals. And um, what Kurt Zuma did is wrong. And he deserves to die. Right? Hey, he deserves to fucking die. Right? Take him to prison. Right? And hopefully he'll kill himself. Put that shit in air quotes. Hopefully he'll kill himself like Jeffrey Epstein. I'm sorry. Okay? I'm sorry for my views on cats. Cats are innocent. Cats are amazing. Bruv, listen. I'm thinking... Of adopting a cat. I'm sorry. Okay. What Kurt Zuma did is wrong. He belongs in prison. Legit. Fuck. I made a mistake. Okay. I made a mistake. <laughs> you know I sided. With Kurt Zuma. On his cat situation. And I'm sorry for that. Because evidently. Evidently. Cats are not our enemy, black people. Starting from today. Happy Valentine's Day, by the way. Starting from today. Cats are man's best friend. Okay? Don't fuck with cats. Happy Valentine's Day. Don't fuck with cats. Okay? Cats are now man's best friend. I mean, bruv, sure. Sure. Cats are antisocial. But bruv, who isn't? Huh? We live in a post-COVID-19 world. Who isn't antisocial, bruv? Cats are not our enemy. <laughs> I figured it out. Okay? Our enemy. <laughs> well, outside of the obvious... Right? Outside of systemic racism. Outside of religion. Outside of the Bible. And of course, with the exception of black political leaders. <laughs> Our biggest enemy, black people. Our biggest enemy, my beloved melanin poppers. My beloved guardians of melanin, our biggest enemy is not the cat. No. Our biggest enemy is the goat. <coughs> Police in Nigeria are holding a goat on suspicion of attempted armed robbery. Who's the fucking goat? Hush puppy? Bruv, vigilantes took the black and white beast to the police, saying that it was an armed robber 
who had used black magic to transform himself into a goat to escape arrest after trying to steal a Mazda 323. What a car. What a fucking car, bruv. Listen, hey, the Mazda Familia is incredible. Okay, fam, everybody around me knows, right? Including you, including you, the listener, bruv. If you've been listening to this shit, from the jump, you know, bruv. You know that. I hate driving. I hate cars. I'm turning 30 this year, bruv. And I still don't have a driver's license. You know why? Because I don't fuck with cars. Okay? I don't fuck with cars. But, bruv, the Mazda 323 has a special place in my heart. That's my dream car. Okay, bruv? Everybody around me knows this. They know that I fucks with the Mazda Familia. Bruv, if I drove, right, if I drove, I was going to be out here whipping a Mazda 323, bruv. That's my shit. Right? That's my shit. I'm just saying, bruv, listen, I get it. I understand where this fucking goat is coming from, bruv. Listen, if I had the fucking opportunity... Right? To jack a Mazda Familia, bruv. Listen, listen, listen. I'd be in prison right now. Okay? I'd be, hey, I'd be in prison right now. Black people, the goat is our enemy. Niggas are out here using goats as witchcraft apparatuses. <laughs> right? Niggas are out here using goats. To practice witchcraft. To practice the fucking voodoo. Black magic, bruv. The goat is our enemy. Yep. You can't make this shit up. You can't make this shit up. And we love the fucking goat. We live and die by the goat. We fucks with the goat. Bruv, Indian people worship cows. Black people worship goats. That's what we do. We fucks with the goat. Legit, bruv. Hence, the story is so fucking disturbing. This fucking guy is out here using black magic to turn himself into a goat. Bruv, I'm sorry. I'd like to say sorry. Okay? I'd like to say I'm sorry to the cat community. Legit, bruv. I'm sorry. Right? I'm sorry. I was wrong. I was wrong. Cats are not the fucking enemy. Goats are. Fuck! I mean, bruv, yo, black people love goats so much so that we call our favorite athletes goats. Okay? Bruv, we spill goats' blood when communicating with our ancestors. <laughs> yeah, yeah, bruv, hey, hey. Goat's blood is basically black people's FaceTime to communicate with the dead. We use goat's blood to communicate with our fallen soldiers. I'm heartbroken. Right? I didn't know, bruv, I didn't know that niggas use goats, right, to practice black magic. Fuck, it's a brand name. I stand behind it. I guarantee it. Black magic. Fuck. I'm pissed off. 
I'm sorry. I'd like to take this moment to say I'm sorry. Okay? I'm fucking sorry, cat community. I'm sorry. Alright, what Kurt Zuma did is wrong. I don't stand with Kurt Zuma. Legit, bruv, as a matter of fact, I'm thinking of adopting a cat. After this shit, I'm getting myself a cat. Alright? I'm getting myself a cat. Facts! That nigga is guilty! <gasps> Sir, settle down. You have to go deliberate. I don't need to deliberate. Hang that nigga now. I got the rope right here. This story is fucking disturbing. Bruv, where it is? Right. According to the police, where it is, the group of vigilante men came to report that while they were on patrol, they saw some hoodlums attempting to rob a car. They pursued them. However, one of them escaped while the other turned into a goat. I mean, bruv, the, yo, fam, what the, what the fuck are these goats doing? God fucking damn it, bruv, I love the goat. Okay, bruv? Legit, I live and die by the fucking go. Now, bruv, what the fuck am I gonna eat? Huh? When niggas are using goats to practice black magic. Fuck! Fuck! Right? Fuck! Bruv, this is crazy! This is fucking crazy, bruv! how the fuck are we gonna communicate with the underground gang when niggas are turning themselves into the animals we use to communicate with the underground gang. It's crazy! It's fucking crazy! To hell and below, man! Fuck, man! Stop, stop bewitching motherfuckers. Stop practicing black magic. Enough with the mystical shit. Okay, bro? <laughs> Bruv, enough with the mystical shit. Okay? Bruv, I'm sick and tired of you niggas. Legit. This shit is crazy. Right? Fam, fam. A Nigerian police spokesman came out and said the following. And I quote. And I quote. We cannot confirm the story. 
However, the goat is in our custody. We cannot base our information on something mystical. <laughs> right? It is something that has to be proved scientifically that a human being turned into a goat. End quote. Cut the shit. Okay? Cut the shit. Okay? Belief in witchcraft is widespread in parts of Nigeria. Well, all of Nigeria. Oh, no. Huh? All of Africa. Okay? In, in parts of Nigeria? Relax. Residents came to the police station to see the goat. They took pictures of the goat. Right? And the goat was out there chilling. Right? On its knees. Next to a pile of straw. It's a beautiful... Listen, the story is beautiful, man. What a fucking story, bruv. What a story to read on this here Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day, bruv. This story has everything. Suspense, love, magic. Bruv, what the fuck is this? Huh? Harry Potter? I mean, fam, yo, what the fuck? Yo, was this shit written by a turf? I mean, dude, this shit is amazing. Jesus fucking Christ, bruv. Fam, yo, listen, goats, goats are amazing. Okay? Goats are incredible. We use goat's blood to open the portal between the land of the living and the land of the dead. Okay, bruv, the reason why I know that my great-grandparents fucks with me is because we spilled goat's blood. And they told me, right, my dead great-grandparents reached out to me. Right, I shook their fucking hand. <laughs> Right? I shook their fucking hands. They were like, Maui, we, we fucks with you. Right? Bruv, the story is incredible. Happy Valentine's Day. It's incredible. It's amazing. Goats. Yo, dude, goats are just, wow. Wow, I'm lost for words. I'm lost for words. Goats are just <laughs> delicious. Hey, goats are just <sighs> delicious. Go goats are fucking delicious, bruv. Welcome to the metaverse. Welcome. This is it. Niggas, bruh, niggas are turning into goats, right? Niggas are flipping themselves into their favorite avatars. Niggas are turning into animals. Welcome to the metaverse. Goats are delicious. Justin J, Justin J, JUST, not for control, for no fucking reason at all. Justin J. And talking about food, McDonald's is planning to open restaurants in the metaverse. <laughs> I repeat, McDonald's, the maker of the McRib. Right? The McFeast Deluxe. 
and the famous Big Mac is planning to open multiple restaurants in the metaverse. This is it. Buckle the fuck up. Okay? Buckle the fuck up. I see you niggas talking about Russia. Oh, oh Vladimir Putin wants to go to war. Right? I saw the fucking videos of Vladimir making threats. Right? I saw the videos. Oh, oh, nobody is gonna fucking survive this war. Oh, we all have nuclear warheads. Right? Then, hey, hey, Vladimir, how about, how about, if you're feeling froggy, leap. How about that? Stop making threats. Right? You see, bruv, these fucking politicians, they yap too much. They be talking, yabbity, yabbity, ya, yabbity, 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 ya. How about blow shit up? How about fuck shit up? How about that? Stop yapping! This nigga's making threats. Oh, if Ukraine joins NATO, it's going to be war. I'm going to blow shit up. We all have nuclear warheads. I'm like, man, stop yapping. Blow shit up. Blow shit up. Stop talking. Okay? Stop talking. Bruv, these fucking politicians have lost their fucking minds. Blockades are hurting Canadians, whether they're in Ottawa, Windsor, Coots, or Emerson. They're endangering jobs, they're threats to our economy and to public safety. The blockades are hurting small businesses and neighborhoods. They're impacting trade, supply chains, and manufacturing. This morning, I had a direct call with President Biden to talk about our shared challenges at the border. We discussed the American and indeed global influences on the protest. The US-based flooding of the 911 phone lines in Ottawa, the presence of US citizens in the blockades, and the impact of foreign money to fund this illegal activity. The border cannot and will not remain closed. I want to remind everyone that politicians don't direct police in a democratic society, but I can assure you Everything is on the table because this unlawful activity has to end and it will end. If you joined the protests because you're tired of COVID, you now need to understand you are breaking laws. We've heard your frustration with COVID, with the measures that are there to keep people safe. We've heard you. It's time to go home now. Why does Justin Trudeau sound like a fucking villain? You heard that shit? Justin Trudeau is wildin', dude. He's so... Bruh, yo, is Justin Trudeau morphing into a fucking dictator? What's going on? Is he morphing into a dictator, bruh? Did you hear that shit? We, we heard you. 
Now go home. Huh? It's time for you to go home. Dude, yo, fam. Yo, the fucking undertones are that. Right? The undertones of that fucking speech. Yo, bruh. Is, yo, dude, is Canada going to war with the truckers? What's going, what's going on in Canada, dude? Bruh, hey, hey, is Canada morphing into Gilead? Huh? On the Handmaid's Tale, America flipped into Gilead, right? And everybody ran to Canada for safety. Canada was their fucking solace. Now, bruv, hey, hey, is, is the fucking inverse of that gonna happen in reality huh in in reality canada is gonna turn into gilead and niggas are gonna run to the united states of america what the fuck is justin trudeau doing huh he's one he's making threats he's threatening the fucking truckers go home We heard you. <sighs> Whoa. Right? And on top of that, the fucking COVID-19 lockdowns are wild in Canada. Cough, 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 cough. Ha 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 ha. I'm just fucking with you, dummy. I'm a fucking robot. No COVID for me, but you should keep your head on a swivel. And by the way, that mask is not for your chin. Are you stupid or are you dumb? Justin Trudeau is morphing into Caligula. Canada, buckle the fuck up. Lest we forget that Caligula was a great emperor. For the first six months of his reign, Caligula took care of his people. Right? He took care of all Romans. And then he got sick and then when he came back from that, he wasn't the same. Right? Lest we forget that Tiberius made Caligula into an animal. Lest we forget, right? Lest we forget that Justin Trudeau's family is close to the Castro family in Cuba. Lest we forget that Justin Trudeau fucks with Fidel Castro. He wrote a fucking letter to the Castro family and the people of Cuba when Fidel died. Lest we forget that Justin Trudeau's father was close to the Cubans. Lest we forget. Right? Lest we forget, Tiberius taught Caligula everything he knows. So, bruv, it wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> Buckle up. It wouldn't surprise me if Justin Trudeau suddenly became a strong man. It wouldn't surprise me 
if Justin Trudeau started ruling Canada with an iron fist, it wouldn't surprise me, right? If Justin Trudeau suddenly started moving like Fidel Castro, because evidently, evidently, he learned a lot from Fidel, right? He sort of idolizes Fidel Castro. Canada, buckle the fuck up, okay? May this fucking podcast episode be a teachable moment, right? Because evidently Justin Trudeau spent a lot of time with the Castros, right? He had a lot of fucking teachable moments with Fidel Castro. So it wouldn't surprise me if Justin started to move like Fidel. It's all teachable moments, right? It's all teachable moments. Keep your fucking head on a swivel. Take care of your family. Love your life. Respect your life. Respect your body. Respect your mind. Love your partner. Love your mother. Take care of yourself. And of course, love your father. Right? Love your father. Regardless of the type of person he is. Love your father. Right? Love your father as much as Justin Trudeau loved and still loves Fidel Castro. With that said, rest in peace to Cooley Roberts. And before she died, she left the world with this following teachable moment. Closing, Cooley Roberts, what do you want to be remembered as? Yes. I just want to be remembered. Please don't crack a joke. No, Let's no, be serious. No, no, I just want to be, I just, all I, oh no, um, I don't want you to be remembered. I want you guys to just look after each other. I want you to look after the people that are downtrodden on and still downtrodden on. I want you to look after the people with albinism. I need you to look after the LGBTI community. I need you to look after black people. I need you to stop insulting black people and saying black people can't swim. Because remember that we were the ones saving the sailors when they were settling on this continent. So I need you to please love yourself and Ubuntu. And also this whole thing of money and materialism and standing on cars while nobody's impressed. They might, you might think they are, but they're not. So Ubuntu is the most important. And just like that, we are trending all over SA. Beautiful.